All right, looks like we're live. So hello, everyone, and welcome to the Techonomics Podcast. I'm Chris with the Good Old Gamer YouTube channel, and today I have two special guests. Connor from the Graphically Challenged YouTube channel, thank you for joining me once again. And Ivan from Frame Chasers, thank you for joining once again. So you guys were going at it pretty good in our chat the other day, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to both uh, jump on here and have a chat about a few things, and uh, I figured that'd be pretty fun for everybody out there to see. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I think it was like, I don't know, you're you're talking about like overclocking the uncore on the 12900K or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's turning the E cores on and off. Right. Yes. Yeah. They're called the slow cores. Yeah. <laughs> the good they're old called, slow they're cores. Called, they're called the useless cores that you just turn off. And Alder Lake really is just an eight core. Yeah. yeah that's well, where. Oh. Well, you oh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say Ivan's video the other day went ahead and pretty much proved that yeah this is kind of uh, where you want it to be. Uh, I was just gonna sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, we'll have to like yeah. I was just gonna say um like for, for me I was I was just like setting some basically like multi core records with the twelve nine hundred K for like a daily overclock anyway but i was i got like over 30 yeah i got over 30k i almost had like 30k 100 just on like a regular daily stable overclock on the 12900k which is like much faster than basically every other chip out there unless you overclock it like it was faster than the 5950x multi-core faster than the 2990wx 64 thread uh processor mm -hmm. and i was just posting it like i was like oh look what you can do basically with the 12900k and yeah people lost it i mean i like the e-cores kind of just because I do find some use out of it in certain applications, which do literally take the entire CPU, but it's not very many. It's like Handbrake and a few other niche mm. programs. Like even in video editing, you really, eight cores is kind of where it falls off. Like once you go past eight cores, you're really not getting much. So if like, for me, if you're pure gaming, yeah, if you want to turn off the e-cores to get an additional, go from 4.4 .4 to five gigahertz or even 5.1 on the Uncore, might make sense for you if you're like a 360 hertz monitor or something like that. Uh, but for me, it, the gain is so, so negligible. I mean, even Hardware Unboxed showed that like like stock on core 3.6 gigahertz versus the 4.7 was like 2 or 3% or something. So for, it's like, okay, so then what's 4.4 versus 5? Like, that's even less. <laughs> like, it, it's Honestly, probably not going to amount to much. It's not even like you could get into the performance metrics of it. By the way, you just leave those e cores on to troll AMD fanboys. That's all you. That's all you're using that shit for. <laughs> Basically, so good, so good. Um, but no, even just compatibility with Windows. I don't think e cores are ready. The the scheduler and shit. It's just like. And then when you actually turn a game on, it just turns the e-cores off. So like, if you're playing, if you're just playing games, you might as well leave them off anyway, all the time. You know what I mean? And like, I know that's been my experience. Like e-cores always cause problems in Windows to this day still. It's just, it's super weird. I'm not a fan, I'm not a fan. Not yeah. yet. Not yeah, yet. no, I completely agree. Like personally, like, uh, even though that I, I've tested them myself and it, it just didn't seem to do anything. And all of the little quirky issues, like I couldn't uh, do the this, I couldn't do the stream. Uh, if you guys remember, I was getting the purple and green sort of shader thing. Like there's all these just weird, quirky little issues. And Paul's having a bunch with the stream crashing. It just Discord crashing. It's not even like 
crashing, crashing. It's just closing down. Just a lot of weird stuff to where it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense on the desktop side. I personally think that Intel needs to recognize that they should have a desktop chip and a laptop chip because this is obviously meant for laptops to get them more efficient, you know, better battery life and basically be more competitive with Apple. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense in our world, I don't think. No, and there's also a like cascading effect. So like in order to use the, oh, look at my green screen here. Yeah. In order to, <laughs> you can say hi, baby. They can see your face. <laughs> in, in order to, um, you know what? It's because I have like three rigs right here, like propped up on tables because I'm stress testing three machines at once. So it's just a fucking nightmare. My house is a shit show right now. But, um, hold on here. There we go. Move this over. There you there's go. The there it the is. Yeah, there's the cascading effect of like um, you having to use Windows 11 instead of Windows 10 just to get those e cores to run properly. And mm -hmm. then it's like Windows 11 is slower, it, like by a healthy margin. Like, so the, I had um, I had this other guy I was working with the other day. He was getting some people have like OCD about their FPS, right? So if it's like 200, it's fine. If it's like 199, the guy loses his fucking mind. But right? I had one of those, okay? I was working with one of those. And um, just going from Windows 11 to Windows 10, his minimums went to like 210, 220. So it's like 10, 20 FPS just from changing the OS back to Windows 10, right? So I don't know. I'm just not like overall the e cores just seem to cause problems you know what yeah, i mean that's that's really bizarre because like i remember when um hardware box did their comparison of 10 versus 11 they basically found nothing like they tried a bunch of different processors and found absolutely nothing on minimums on on the averages and in theory there shouldn't be because it's basically the same build of windows it, it, it's there's so there's such little difference between 11 and 10 that realistically there shouldn't be any difference i can't find it kind of funny though because i feel like um i have heard of it, people having issues with the cores like a couple of people um that just that i know and i'm like why am i the only one who doesn't have any issues <laughs> like i just i don't know it just works maybe it's just like i've tried i've even tried two different motherboards and I haven't really had any noticeable issues the only issues i've had is um a few little windows 11 quirks like uh, windows 11 handles audio weird uh within windows itself in games and applications and everything else it's fine but like if you're using their media player or if you're just like testing your headphones or something you'll hear crackle when you skip or change dials it's very bizarre that was not the case in 10. there's like a couple little things like that that aren't definitely are not deal breakers for me but are like weird um the only reason i actually moved to 11 and i'm definitely staying on 11 um is because you get auto hdr which was a huge deal for me because hdr for me is basically the biggest upgrade in graphics we've had in like a decade like <laughs> yeah I, I find it way more use like way more visually impactful than ray tracing or anything like that if you got a great hdr display uh, it just makes games look fantastic and so having auto hdr to, to handle those games that don't natively support it does actually make a big difference from what from I've seen. And on the final build of Windows 11, it seems like almost every game supports auto HDR. So you're basically just getting HDR all the time. Um, and, and in theory, you also get direct storage. I don't know when that's going to make any difference, but 
I guess you're not getting it on 10. Not to say you maybe someone won't mod those things in, but as of now, it's something that you basically have to have 11 for. So that's why I moved to 11, and I'm just like, yeah, the auto HDR for me is like, uh, I I need that. <laughs> I mean, I, I can understand that, obviously, you know, with the OLED, and, you know, I got the Series X, which does the same thing, and it, yeah, it definitely makes the games look better. I don't know. For me, when it comes to a PC, I'm all about stability over features so for me i'm gonna be sticking with 10 at least for the next three to five years <clears throat> there's just no reason for me to upgrade uh at that point uh the direct storage thing like you said i guarantee you somebody's gonna figure out how to get that going uh and then zen in the comment section he's saying go ahead and use uh we should all just be using linux which you know in theory is nice except for the fact that most of the software that like connor uses uh isn't gonna work most of the software i use doesn't even work and then gaming I, I know we all want Linux to be a thing, but it, it's just not there. I tested it out again the other day. We still have the same quirks. You get all that shader caching. It's like playing emulated games, and it, it's just not good enough to get that micro stutter every you know 30 seconds or something uh, because yeah. it's got to cache shaders. No matter how fast your PC is either, it, it, it's irrelevant. It just has to take that little bit of time to do it. And for most people, that's just going to be unacceptable. And yeah, it's just not going to get there, unfortunately um hdr i can't tell the difference and i know that sounds so weird but like i i tried playing um or i just don't know how to configure it properly so the first time i tried was on uh, cyberpunk when it came out ran it on the oled and like it there's like an hdr slider or whatever so i'm turning hdr on and off i'm moving the slider up and down i'm like i have no clue what the hell this thing does i, I was like, gonna i, you know I was mean? Pop in real quick and say, um, actually on these LG OLEDs, they kind of have their own auto HDR, so even SDR, and it's not, it's enabled by default. Uh, so even if you're running SDR, it'll okay. kind of give you an HDR mm -hmm. picture. It's just okay. not quite as good as auto HDR. So it might not be as big of a difference. But like if you try to display like a true 1000 nit full screen HDR display, um, like one of those LCDs, um, I have one, and if you turn hdr on that it is like mind-blowing night gotcha. and day because okay. it doesn't have its own al algorithm it doesn't have a processor within the display itself so that's why like the oleds are so good because in a way you kind of get a, a taste of hdr with everything it's not quite as good as it, it's like the best is when the game is fully mastered for hdr the second best is auto hdr third best is lg doing its own auto HDR. It's kind of like a sliding scale. But between the three of them, it's not like a massive difference, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's also good with their uh, their upscaling. Their AI upscaling is also really, really good. So yeah, yeah it's with the L good. Yeah, with the LG stuff, you just get a lot. Uh, I want to thank Nick. He's just uh, throwing five spot our way. Said, so just want to drop by real quick, uh, throw some support your way. Uh, thanks for everything you do. You're welcome, buddy. I'm sure, uh, sure appreciate that. Yeah, I just noticed, though, like, um, when I'd run SDR with the basically auto HDR setting on the LG in Windows 10 versus auto HDR on Windows 11, I do, it's like, it's not that it's brighter, because there's only so bright the display will go, and it was already maxing out. Um, it's just more accurate, basically. You're just, it's like the placement of where the light should be is more accurate versus LG trying to interpret it. So that's kind of all you're getting with auto HDR versus um lg's implementation um same goes with it being natively uh mastered for it it's just going to be even more accurate 
So it's it's just you're just talking about accuracy at that point. And so if if you're just kind of playing the game and you're not really paying attention at all and you're playing a fast paced first person shooter, maybe you won't even notice a huge difference between mm. them. I kind of can, but <laughs> it, it depends. So maybe they just don't have the eyes for it. Who knows? I mean, like, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's that too. Like, for example, like I can hardly tell the difference between 1080p and 4K on my OLED uh, just from my viewing distance. You know, it's an eye thing. So, yeah, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, we tested, me and my wife tested a couple of screens, and her, we actually like her eyes cap out at around like 220 hertz, which is, you know what I mean? Like, so, like we like went through like these like different refresh ranges. I'm like, okay, so if anything's over 220 FPS, she's good to go. She can't tell the difference, right? And then um, when I tried it with mine, it goes all the way up to 360. I can tell a difference, right? So it's like people's, and then some people are like, I can't tell over 144 or whatever, right? It's like everyone, it's, it's just incredibly interesting that eyes can perceive LCD technologies differently. You know what I mean? Well, well there's that. In and general. also, uh, I mean, just, just to put this in perspective, in one, one in four men are colorblind. 25% of us are that means yeah. if we had Paul here one of us statistically is likely colorblind and don't even really know it so that's uh that, that's pretty think, funny too I think uh Rem's in the chat is colorblind actually there are a lot of like but they don't know that they're colorblind or would you know how do you well, know you, you, you might not because you might just perceive a color slightly different and you're technically colorblind on that color. So it's not like you can't see color, period, colorblind. But, like, you just don't perceive certain things uh, the right way. So And you probably wouldn't even know because it's like, well, that's blue. And then somebody else walks by and goes, yeah, that's blue. But you're perceiving it differently. I don't know how they test this. I, I just remember that stat came out a while ago. And I was just like, that, that's interesting. That's a lot of – either one of you colorblind? I guess, I how would you know? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's like, I don't know, there's degrees of it too. Like, I know for a fact, I've I've come across a lot of different people who they'll, you'll see something that might look like purple to you and it looks blue to them or it looks, mm -hmm. you know, like it's it's like a shade that's between purple and blue or, or green and blue or something, it, whatever color. And people will perceive it slightly differently. Like they, they'll have a bias towards one color or another. And I guess it's, it to me, it's probably like a degree of what how much bias you have basically in your brain. Where at, at a certain point you could be basically colorblind because you, you, your shirt blue or purple? Definitely blue. <laughs> this say, is that, like a sky blue. blue. <laughs> that, that is like oh, see, oh. see, to me it looks a little purplish, but that could be the orange light behind it's you the doing orange it. Light that's probably tricking your eyes okay, a bit. Okay. Yeah, okay. It, this is like a sky blue. This is like <laughs> <laughs> it's about oh, as blue okay. as it gets. Yeah. Uh, thanks, DJ North, for the five euro. Uh, howdy, techies. Have a good show. Just listen with uh, coffee. Keep promoting sensible ways to spend cash like you've done. Absolutely. We're, well, I mean, you guys are kind of on the other end of the spectrum, but that's that's fine. It's always good to look at that. It, it kind of ties into what we're talking about, <clears throat> where it's very difficult to go. This is the absolute best because, it, because like we just mentioned, everybody's going to be different. Everybody's going to perceive things differently. And at the end of the day, the display, and I think this is something a lot of people in the PC tech world don't understand, is the most important part of your system. Because if you're getting a crap image out, it doesn't really matter how good your PC is. And, uh, you know, it, it, I can't say LG OLED is the best for everyone because, you know, you might not be able to perceive everything. Maybe you need the higher refresh rate. 
for me, it's the best. And I, I think, uh, you know, that's one of the things that we like to generalize a lot. I do it. Uh, I'm guilty of it. I've, I've been trying not to, but, you know, it's just the way that we, like, commonly speak. But for everybody, it's going to be a, definitely a personal preference. For example, a 360 hertz LCD might make the most sense for you. Like I said, the OLED for me is the best way to go. Everybody's going to have their own thing. A lot of people, I th well, I think anyway, that um, the monitor topic is becoming a more of a like known topic to discuss mm -hmm. when people buy systems now i like our discord is flooded with that shit all the time it's like i'm playing this game for this game what is the best monitor it's like oh okay you you want that one for that game if you're going to be playing this kind of thing right and then it's like it ranges from like you know if you're playing league or dota you want the 360 hertz 1080p if you're playing warzone you want the 1440p 240 hertz if you're playing zelda you want the oled 120 hertz or whatever right and then you just like you have these different tiers of products that you buy for like what's the goal essentially right like yeah. what game are you playing but like what um, we were just saying like it's very difficult to say that this works for this because it's up to yeah. each individual it's just gonna vary i mean you can only base it off of your perception and yep. what you've seen unfortunately you know it's it just so much more difficult to actually recommend those products is kind of what yeah. I'm saying. I feel yeah, like... The, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I feel like for the longest time, the LGO, like the C1, it got so fast in its response times that it, it became kind of like the go-to suggestion for everything. It was like, okay, mm. do you, like unless you are a like professional gamer who needs 360 hertz, this is fast enough where it works for casual to competitive like you and if you can even run an ultra wide resolution on it if you want and like i've been playing competitive games on it for a while like 120 hertz i'm at a bit of a disadvantage um but the display itself with like the 0.1 millisecond gray to gray you get such clarity and it's it has such fast response times that it's good enough you know like it i've been able to be very very competitive playing with this now that being said, that Alienware um, QD OLED that just came out, mm -hmm. I'm moving to that. <laughs> it, my that shipment got delayed. It, it my shipment got delayed, oh, oh. but it yeah. Now if you try and buy it right now, there's like a four month delay on it shipping. Um, but um, next month mine should be here. This looks like it's gonna be the next go to. Like this is what I'm gonna be recommending to everyone because it's gonna be the same price as the LG OLEDs, but you get 50% more frame rate, and you also get a hundred percent brighter brights in full screen so instead of 140 four inch yes the 34 inch so the only negative for me on this one is uh it's not as pixel dense so if you're someone who really really likes um you put the display back and you play in full 4k it probably isn't going to look quite as clear um i mean it's it's more pixel dense technically but it's gonna be much much closer to you so it won't look quite as clear but other than that i mean again you're getting 50% higher frame rate, and instead of 140 nits of full screen on the LG C1, you get 280 nits full screen and 1,000 nits peak brightness. So it's it's going to be brighter and faster than what we currently have, which is for gaming, I think, and for like desktop usage. Um, and supposedly there's a three-year burn-in warranty too. So I feel like it's going to be a better desktop monitor. The pricing because isn't even that bad, huh? It's not it's, that it's, bad. Like I said, it's, 16, it's the same. It's Canadian, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's 1300 here, which is the yeah. same as buying. In fact, the LG C2 is going to be more than that, I believe. So it's, of course, it's expensive. Any OLED is going to be expensive, but it's actually reasonable for what you're getting. I mean, you're not going to find anything better. Like, yes, it, yes, that yes, is yes, the it, best. That's literally it's not, it's like, not like those B. Monitor. 
was it the BFG monitors that NVIDIA was doing, which were just OLEDs and they wanted five grand for. So it's yeah. not that. It's not that. Yeah. And it's not like <laughs> a 3000 hertz LC- or $3,000 LCD, you know, like it's, it's, it's 1300 bucks. You're getting 175 Hertz QD OLED thousand nits peak brightness. It's, it's about the best it's going to get right now. What ultimately I think my, my, my ultimate display is going to be like a, 240 hertz 3840 by 1600 display that would be fantastic with like 600 nits or 600 nits full screen brightness and like 2000 nits peak <laughs> that would be fantastic just like or double the brightness, brightness again yeah <laughs> double the brightness again and give me more pixel density and then that'll be like oh i don't even need anything else <laughs> it, it'll happen once we get micro led i mean it's still a little ways out but it, we'll get there uh, Omar, thank you for the five spot. I use my TV as a display, so I'm seriously considering the LG OLED. I think everybody here is going to agree with that move. Uh, if I could find a 43-inch, the 42 should be out this year, right? Yeah, I think it'll be like in a month or maybe two months max. You should start to see availability of that, whether it be pre-order or just on shelves. I'm not sure. I'm sure it'll sell out because that's going to be – that'll be – Again, that'll be another display, which I think a lot of people will move to that instead of the C1 because the C it's supposed to have like 30% higher full screen brightness, and it's also supposed to, uh, you know, just have a bunch of little software things that are a little bit better. And in the 42 inch size can be so much more manageable for people. 48 inch for me is really pushing it. Like this is the max I can handle for like an actual desktop display. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna use it as a TV, I mean, then you might be able to go bigger too because it sounds like he might be using as a tv uh well he finishes up saying his pc enthusiast buddies berate him for his sins so basically they're gonna be jelly um yeah go for it buddy um and then we have denver over here he said bro you guys have been live for 20 minutes uh i've been stuck on the uh starting soon screen uh talking to, to the chat <laughs> okay well i'm sorry about that one buddy um yeah you know youtube problems and uh remsley thank you for the 25 canadian we were talking about that before the stream that's like you know five dollars real money we really appreciate it but yeah um it says monday june 20th delivery that's that's quite a ways away yeah i ordered it like basically the minute it went live and they just immediately were like oh oops we had a component shortage and i'm like Mm. dude uh, i'm like could, can companies stop selling products they don't actually have? Can we stop that's, doing that's this? fucking insane, dude. Like, You need to have it in your hands. You well, cannot... they'll, they'll stop when people stop giving them money without product being in their hands. I mean, unfortunately, Literally, that, that has to happen first. I can I can add to cart right now. And it, yeah. there's, no sh- there's no shipping date. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Big you know eventually I mean? pops up. You well, will get eventually. Well, what pissed me off is when I bought it, it said it'll be here on the like in two days. It, like you'll get it in two days. We we guarantee you'll get it in two days. And then oh yeah, it actually it'll be two months. And I'm like okay, dude, you can't actually just lie to people. Like you have to actually have the product. Like if they I can, they can. There's there's no repercussions to yeah, anything. That's, that's the problem. So like if I if I'm gonna still review it, which I might not, because at that point it's two months away. But if I end up reviewing it, I'm gonna be like. You know, this display is great, but like Dell's cust like not their customer service, but like the way they're managing their products is awful. Like th- they need to work on this because it's not acceptable to put money down and pay for super fast shipping um, for them to go. Oh, by the way, you know, you, you paid us, you know, $50 for overnight. Well, guess what? It's going to be two months. Uh, and in order to get that money back, you're going to have to fight with us on the phone. It's like, no, dude, that is 
not acceptable business practice. You need to have the product in hand, and when you promise you're going to deliver it, you need to try and deliver it. And if something happens, you you need to at least be like, there needs to be some sort of automatic like refund or something that happens, and you need to try your best to get it delivered within a reasonable window. Two months is really not reasonable. Like that's just ridiculous. I will never, ever, ever order anything from Dell ever again. I, dude, I could, oh my God. I ordered, when the 360 hertz Dell uh, got announced, but I ordered one, right? Kind of the same story. And then no shipping date, no shipping date. I'm like, guys, you said it was supposed to be here. And I'm on the phone. I'm calling them every week, by the way. I'm like, when is this coming? They're like, oh, a uh, new ETA is next week. Two months go by. I'm like, how is this even possible? How do they keep doing this, right? Anyway, so I canceled the order, okay? So I'm like, just give me my fucking money back. I'm done with this shit, right? What happened? What, so if you order something in their system, like let's say your monitor is two months delayed now, right? The, the pre-charge that they have on your credit card or your PayPal, it's, it expires after 30 days, just like normally, right? So what they actually do is before that 30 days is up, it'll cancel the charge and recharge it in the split second. So it's like a perpetual pre-order. So, hmm. uh, in, in, yeah, so in my case, uh, it was on my PayPal, right? So even though I canceled the order, on their end, they didn't actually cancel the PayPal transaction. They held my money for six months in some in some limbo and i contact paypal i'm like can you guys void this thing they're like no we can't because they just keep can't and then if paypal voided it dell would pre-authorize it it's like a bot that does it on dell's side so when they detect that it gets voided they all they automatically pre-authorize it again i'm like this is fucking it's just there's like so anyway <laughs> I had to like I had to like contact Dell Canada like head office and shit I'm like somebody needs to go to this PayPal transaction. I had to give them a fucking PayPal transaction link. I'm like you guys need to cancel this. Like anyway, there's like four service like four like countries deep worth of like, you know, phone reps, right? But dude, yeah. it was a 6 month process to get my money back. That's that's way too long. Like, uh, it's annoying Completely enough to have to call them once to get your own money yeah. back. But yeah, that that's too much. Um, so, good rule of thumb is always use credit, the no interest credits, yeah. and then you're not tying up your own money. You're just tying up nothing, basically. It's yeah, usually easier to, with a credit card to like cancel too. It'll just reassure. It'll just reauthor. Like, you know how when you go to your uh, online banking or whatever, it'll say like pre-authorized charge. It just it's not actually a charge, right? It mm -hmm. just says pre-authorized. On a credit card, it's a bit different. Yeah, so it's not like your money, like Chris was saying, right? But on PayPal, it like minuses it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, dude, it's just I'll never buy anything from Dell ever again. Like even though this this monitor looks very tempting, like it all, it's got all the things, right? And the price is right, I think, right? But just seeing this June 20th ship date and just seeing it, you know, <laughs> Dell.com. I'm like, I'm not down with this. <laughs> You're, yeah, at that point, you might as well just wait. I mean, if it's going to be four months anyway. There'll probably be another person with the same display. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh, they're, yeah. they're getting the display from Samsung Electronics, I believe. So just wait for somebody else to make it. Yeah. I mean, if they can't figure out how to chip it, why, why buy from them? Or uh, wait, wait till Best Buy gets it. Usually they get all yeah. the Dell and Alienware I, stuff. I, I, I got the Dell 
360 hertz from Best Buy, actually. Um, I would rather pay a scalper like an extra $200 just to never have to buy from Dell ever. <laughs> Basically, yeah. bad. Oh my God. We'll never. pay premium to avoid Dell. I like it. Hey, Denver, <laughs> thank you for the, <laughs> thank you for the 10 spot uh, product in your hand. Uh, has been a real problem in the vendor space. We order over 100 machines. Said uh, it was in stock, four-day shipping. Nope, three months, uh, days before the fiscal year change, and we have a big issue. So, yeah, so even in the, the big, you know, enterprise level, they're having these issues as well. This is something, uh, it's like getting to a point where, like, do we need to make this illegal? Like, <laughs> yes. th th does it need yes. to be illegal to say that you have well, something it, that you actually It is illegal. It, if it doesn't say pre-order or have, like, a like a ship by date, like, you could pay for something if it's, like, clearly, we'll ship August 1st, and you're like, fine, I agree to that. But if they don't do that and change their mind, that is illegal. But how many people are going to take them to court over this versus how many, how many people's money are they going to hold on to? And yeah. that's basically, they've done the math and they said that it's worth it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, they would get more money from the interest of all the people that they're holding, all the cash that they're holding. Especially than, than, if, than the one dude that's the, might take them to court. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Just think of how crazy inflation's going. I mean, $100 today will be worth $90 by August. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're saving money by pre-ordering now. Uh, yeah, well, in some degrees, if the price uh, doesn't go up, then or if the price goes up, then obviously it, it doesn't matter. But yeah. But they're the you know ones making the money. No, you know what's funny about that? If you bought a house like three or four years ago or whatever, the inflation is so bad now that it's like the bank lost money on your loan. Mm -hmm. It's awesome, dude. I love seeing that shit. It's like, oh, the value of my house is skyrocketing, but the bank ain't getting shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We bought in 2017 and we refied right as COVID hit because, you know, obviously everybody's like, ah, oh, COVID, zero interest. So we got like just crazy low interest rate. I'm like, my house is worth over 50% more than I paid for it, and I'm paying less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, not too I mean, it's, too I mean it screws everybody else over, but. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, you got to take care of yourself first. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, RT Gaming, thank you for the two. Dell is garbage. Yeah, I think we just established that, uh, <laughs> that they might make good products, but as a company, sometimes. They're never buy the, If anyone in the audience right now, they're never buy their PCs. No. Laptop, desktop. Just do nothing. Just don't do it, man. Just don't do it. It's so bad. I, oh, man. It, it's, it's true. I, I picked up a Dell laptop. I was going to do a review on it because it was pretty cheap. It had a 3050 and like a Ryzen 5 in there. It, it was a pretty good deal. So I picked it up. The thing didn't even have like the that hotkey to disable the touchpad. You know, when you're gaming, you turn off the touchpad because you got a mouse like a grown up. Didn't have that. Uh, I'm like, I can't even recommend this to anybody. Because I'm not going to keep this because this is too annoying to even use. So I was like, well, that was a waste of time. No, they they're they use like proprietary motherboards and shit. That like. They oh, my God, dude, they don't like when you, if you try and enable XMP, 
if the motherboard doesn't allow like let's say you're using a ryzen motherboard there's like four different voltages that you can change to kind of make xmp work right they don't give you access to any voltages they don't give you access to any like clocks so let's say you bought a 3800 kit and you wanted to just change it down to 3600 to make it work they don't let you do that you can't change anything nothing dude it's just like the, i don't know never buy dell stuff just don't do it <laughs> don't do it it's like I, the worst I, I i think we can leave that there yeah, yeah, agree. I think, think, think we're good. I uh, did just want to mention we have 127 viewers, only 44 likes. Please smash that like button, pump the stock, and get some more people in here yeah. and keep this chat going. Um, so you guys want to talk about the 3090 Ti? Because uh, I remember Ivan was asking me a couple weeks ago, is this going to be a thing? Paul and I both were like, don't think so. Apparently it is, and uh, the price leaks came out at 3500 Think uh think NVIDIA is a little too late at this point. What do you guys think? It's way too late. I, I I don't know. I know there are people talking about it. they thought it wouldn't happen. I'm like, no, they're gonna do it because I mean, even if like even if there's way less people willing to buy it, they still want to just check, you know, like test the waters. And plus, on top of that, like you've already at this point, they probably printed boxes and stuff, and it's just a hassle to like throw away boxes and waste money. Even if it's not a lot of money, it's like. Uh, we already said we were going to do it. We got the boxes printed. There's like a TI on the coolers. Like, just release it anyway. We'll just won't make money of them, you know? <laughs> and it's, I don't think it'll be $3,500. Um, I think uh, I mean, do there, I. Might be, there might be like some AIB that tries it. But I, I, I realistically, I think by the time they hit the market, they'll probably be like 2000 or something, or maybe some AIBs for 2500 something like that. Um, but even then, nobody's gonna buy this. Like, who wants? I, I don't know. There's gonna be some extreme overclockers who might buy it, but other than that, no, nobody's gonna buy this. The, no. There's gonna be such a small amount of people, dude. I had a 3090 and I sold it and bought a 3080 Ti because there's nothing in the difference. Like, I, I the 3080 Ti got clocks two percent higher and has two percent fewer cores. So there's not there's literally nothing in the difference. There's that would actually perform better. Yeah, it actually would perform better. Yeah. And there's the only the only downgrade was having less power because I went for a founder's edition. So it, it can't oh. sustain as like an average clock, basically, but like it can peak higher. So basically, it's the same, you know, it, it, and it was way, way cheaper. I sold my 3090 because I'm like, even for an extreme over uh, over like kill build, it still doesn't like who cares about, you know, one percent like. You know, honestly, like the 2080 Ti versus the 2080, that was a big difference. But 3090 versus 3080 Ti is nothing. Like, and so then you're talking and maybe another 10% max going to the 3090 Ti. But if no. you already have a 3090, you can just overclock it and you'll get within 2% again. Like, and that's, again, that's, that's an amount that's so small that it doesn't matter even to the most enthusiastic people, the only people who are going to buy this are people setting records and people who just want bragging rights, and that's it. And how much do you want bragging rights? Is bragging rights worth an additional $1,500 to you? Not for very many people. I don't it, know. It, that's why, Ivan, that's oh, why you're dude, here, no. buddy. Is it no, worth it? No, no, no. I think the leak was in Canadian dollars or something, and it was like... What yeah, was it was in it? Canadian. It was like 40, 4200 or something like that. Canadian, I'm like, I can't do that, man. That's like, that's two 3090s. Yeah, I can't do it. Third. I can't do it. Like, no, I can't do it. Like, even, I can't, I, I can't do it. Like, two, like, you get two more SMs. That's it. And that's it. Like, that's well, okay. all you're getting. 
you do get better memory because it probably won't be on the back of the card. So I guess for people yeah, but, who freak out about that, there yeah, but they go. the <laughs> you you buy you you buy um the double sided water blocks or whatever that that solves that problem anyway. Yeah. Right? But um, yeah, you're getting you're you don't even get you get so so you're telling me, I get zero more performance, for, double the money. I it's can't the, do it. It's it's the Nvidia way. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> this, is whole, this is a whole different level, right? Like, I mean, if it was like if it was like five hundred dollars more, I'm like, okay, I could do that for some content, right? Thousand dollars, I'm like, no, I'm not, I I could like buy just two other cards for that money, right? But they're like. It's like double the price of a 3090. They're acting if the price is true, but actually, even if the price isn't true, if it's like twenty five hundred dollars or whatever, they're exactly acting more real. Yeah, they're they're acting as if the TI on the end of it is an upgrade, like it's supposed to be, but it's not. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Or like, like how do I how do I word that? They're 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 acting like. It's an 80 to an 80 Ti level upgrade when it's literally not. Like, it's just like there's nothing there at all. It's super weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a factory overclock difference. That's, that's ba it. basically, yes. you yeah. know what I think they should really do? If this would be a smart thing to do in terms of like getting some more goodwill back, is bring out the 3090 Ti, EOL the 3090, have the 3090 Ti come in at 1500 bucks. And just take all the ones that can't be a 3090 Ti and make them to 3080 Ti's. Like, just stop making 3090s. Just, just get rid. Like, we have so many SKUs on the 102 die. Like, just have the 3090 Ti replace the 3090, both in, like in price and everything. Just slot it in there, and then just get rid of the 3090 and get rid of the 3080 12 gigabyte. And let's just have 3090 Ti, 3080 Ti, 3080 all on GA 102, and that's it. Like, yeah, they, they would, then they would have to call sense. it a 3090 super because that's like, yeah. like a refresh not an upgrade basically right? yeah. yeah but i'm like i would much prefer i know they're not going to do it but like everyone would like that <laughs> it'd be like okay now if you go from a 3080 ti to a 3090 ti maybe there is 10 percent in the difference between those two cards you know i mean after overclocking less than that but at least you're getting something. No, you're, well, the, you know. the, it would be nice to not have any cards in the lineup with RAM on the back. That would be a yes. good, like, selling point, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get rid of that, too. Yeah. Yeah, those typically fail a lot quicker. So if you're planning on keeping it a long time or a collector's item, those are going to go away uh, and eventually die. The other option that they could have went is, obviously, they could have called it a Titan and went to 48 gigs. And would, you know, then you could charge three grand for it because it's a whole different thing. But, yeah. Yeah, I, but I they can't. They can't they can't screw over the Titan name like that, right? The Titan was always like God mode type shit, right? They can't like, oh yeah, this is like one percent. Well RT what was it? Uh the ten eighty Ti beat the Titan X Pascals. The twenty eighty Ti was like two percent slower than the RTX Titan. So Didn't uh, they have um didn't they have a refresh on the Pascal one or something? Yeah, it was like Titan X Little P, and then that one was a little bit faster than the 1080 Ti. But yeah, Titans for a little while haven't really been that much faster. I think mm -hmm. they could do that if yeah, if they doubled the memory, and then for those lunatics who need it for whatever the heck they're doing, some sort of 3D rendering or whatever, um, and then release basically pro drivers for it. Then, they, yeah, they could get away with it, sure. It, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a pro card then. It's like an entry-level pro card. Why not? But this is... 
dude, I, I, I know that people are entering the market with more money and like even myself, I, I make a way more money now than I did when I was 16, when I was into, you know, PC gaming, obviously, unless I was just sitting in a hole doing nothing, that would be the case. Like no matter what you're doing, as you get older, you tend to make more money as you get further. I mean, I mean inflation, you could have the same job, but as long as you're making the same, you'll still make, money. you're still making more money. Yes. Oh yeah. As time goes on, as you get older, you will make more money unless you're constantly getting fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that in mind, of course, as the gaming audience has continued to grow older and older, more products are entering the market that are a little bit more expensive. Fine. But there comes a point. It's like, dude, okay, this, the main, I get that these can be used for professional use. And yes, I do use these cards myself for professional use technically because I edit videos and stuff. But guess what? I can edit videos on a 2060 base, get the same speed as a 3090. It doesn't, so like, when we're talking about the only reason to buy these products is for their gaming performance. This is this is a pleasure hobby. There does come a point where it's like, okay, like, no. Well, I've been saying that since 2016, and here we are talking about 2,500 for this card wouldn't be the worst thing ever. Well, it would. So. I still wouldn't buy it at 2,500. No. I wouldn't even buy no. it at 2,000. Look, no. man, if if it was 1,500, it's something I would maybe consider. Like maybe I probably still wouldn't buy it even then. But like, I could see people buying it at fifteen hundred. I really can't see many people at all buying this thing past fifteen hundred dollars. Like really, you know, even two thousand. You, know you know how you were saying, um, people that buy this are like uh, world record setters or like dick measures, not dick measures. Um, yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, you know, whatever, dick measures, right? You would be surprised how important that is to people. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, like, dude, there there are people on the overclocking forum that have already they're already like 20 12900Ks deep just to get one that has an SP number that's higher than their the other guy. Yeah. 20 CPUs deep. So that's what $650 times. So what that's, they're 12, that's 12 like grand. dollars Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're twelve grand in to get a number on an Asus motherboard, dude. That that's yeah, yeah that's complete I'm insanity. I mean, that's such yeah. a small, small. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a market for this card. Don't get me wrong. Like, they'll buy it, but we're talking like what less than a hundred people in the entire world. No, <laughs> like, no, no, no. I think, no, I think they're gonna produce. I think they'll produce ten to twenty thousand of these, and that'll be it. But I guarantee you, they'll all sell. Yeah, yeah I, I think they'll sell out. I think they'll sell out too. To be honest, I think. Oh man, I oh god, dude! I think on day <laughs> one they're gonna sell out. Well, everything's uh, sold out on just, day one, yeah. Just, which is unfortunate. It's completely batshit insane. Well, that's why that's why the price is going to probably be that astronomical thirty five hundred. They're just going to see how many they sell through because they can just drop the price thereafter. So I think that they're going to start ridiculously high and just scale it back until they all clear through inventory. But yeah, I think they'll clear through by about the 2000 mark. Yeah, I, I just expect there'll probably be like a few thousand people who buy it day one, who are those people who are insane. And then after that, it'll they'll just sit there like no, nobody's going to want this. Well, that's what there... we have to hope for. But if they all sell out, you got to be like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is something to be said for like special editions and shit like that, right? Like the 12900KS is coming out in a couple of weeks. I don't need one, but I'm going to buy one for the box. But 
the price isn't so astronomically it's not like two grand for a cpu how much is it well they said 750 749 yeah, I'm, or something. i'm gonna take a hard pass on that <laughs> oh it is a complete hard pass it's just a, I, I still have my 9900 ks box and like the special edition or whatever that was actually really well priced it was only 20 dollars more than the 900k or whatever right so that I, one I was actually solution. worth it I have a solution. Just buy the box. Buy the box. Go on eBay and buy the box. Do you know how much those boxes are worth on eBay? I can say hundred bucks. Yeah, insane. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, I can't spend a hundred dollars for a box. But you're spending two hundred and fifty dollars for a box. No, no, no. So you can get a twelve nine hundred K for six hundred. Spend a hundred dollars on a box and save fifty dollars. And just tell everyone it's the KS. What? I might get a good bin of the uh, CPU, right? Yeah, uh, the, there's the there's the FOMO. The, yeah, I got yeah, a really yeah. I got a really good bin on my 12900K. It turns out it wasn't doing that well on my old motherboard, but I moved to this MSI Z690 Unify X, and I got 100 megahertz higher on everything, whether it be Uncore, Core, uh, E Core, everything just is 100 megahertz higher, easy, and with less voltage. So I could I can run if I want. Now I've increased the voltage to 1.32 volts just at like basically overvolt it to make sure I never have Stability. any issues. Um but at 1.29 volts I could run 5.2 gigahertz all core uh, on on this chip and 4.2 gigahertz on the E cores and 4.5 gigahertz on the uncore. So it just was like I'm like, what? What do I need a KS for? <laughs> like, and I already like yeah. sanded the die and everything too. So, I was, <laughs> because I was like, I had a cooler that I thought, I thought my um, cooler wasn't making good contact, whatever, and it wasn't. So I sanded the die and it helped a lot. But then I moved to an EK block and it was like way better. <laughs> oh right, remember how I was talking about that Lumi guy? So you know the whole mounting pressure problem. You probably know, but like the, the mm -hmm. middle, the middle clamps down and and makes it like this or something like that. I never had that problem, but apparently a lot of people did. Mm -hmm. But he he came up with this brilliant idea: is like you buy like a fifty dollar Azrock B six sixty board or whatever. You just buy the cheapest LGA twelve hundred board that you can find. You take the motherboard. And you just chop the socket out. You literally take an angle grinder and you it? just yeah. And then you have a socket when it's clamped in there. Then you lap it while it's clamped in the socket. It's kind of so, worth it if you're working with oh more than, like like if you're someone who buys a lot of all their like CPUs and you're like you're sanding them. Yeah, like if you're an extreme overclocker, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> all right, guys, I got to jump in. We got uh got some super chats going on here. Sorry, we were backed up and we were in the middle of conversation. <laughs> Uh, but John K, he says, I love the background. Uh, it just works for some reason. So, uh, <laughs> it just <laughs> really works. Yeah. It does. Uh, RT <laughs> Gaming, thank you for the two. He's like, 3090 tie. We've been fucking it up the whole time, guys. We, we've been oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah, we screwed that one up. Sprite, thanks for the 449. He said, uh, like a rose in between two thorns. Not really sure what he's talking about on that one, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, Wolfie, Wolfie's back, kicking it up. Thank you for the 500 knocks, man. Uh, buying a 1.5-year-old chip. No thanks. I'll just keep my 3090. Yeah. What are uh, you, Wolfie. poor? What's that? <laughs> what are you, poor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Calling Wolfie poor on this is the, like the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, th I think is... wolfie helped pay for my kids christmas presents so. oh that reminds me after you're done reading these out i i, I found another tweet <laughs> it, feels, 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go, go, go for it. Let's let's do the tweet. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So he was that guy provides. <sighs> I mean, he's becoming a meme on this stream because this comes up all the time. Oh, yeah, I want to say that he's self-aware, but I don't think he is. No. We should get him on here. That's what I need to do. And be uh, like, look, man, we're having fun with this. Or if you're just trolling everybody, I completely get it. You know, like I that don't that would think be fine. He is. I hope he is. <laughs> I hope he is. About that. When you troll people, you get a shit ton of clicks. Oh yeah. Especially if you just like if like like if you're just trump it up and you own it. No, no matter what anybody no matter what anybody says, you just own it. And <laughs> dude, you just get views, you just get clicks. Cause like the people want to watch the circus, right? Oh yeah. I mean over on Twitter I posted um so I posted that twelve nine hundred K score, but like I I purposefully named it Eat Your Heart Out Ryzen because oh, yeah. technic technically the twelve nine ninety WX is like it's technically rise. I mean you can call it threat whatever you know we're getting the, and into semantics here, but um I just said that because like the idea was twenty four threads beat sixty four now like that's really impressive and it, dude it sent the fanboys off dude <laughs> they were they lost it and they're like oh. It, yeah, how, congratulations! It's a, four years old. This and that, dude. It was just, but it didn't get ratioed. It has like a hundred and fifty likes and like thirty really angry comments. So <laughs> <laughs> it did well, it, you know. Like these, it it does well. I mean, I, I mean, I was goofing a little bit, but I, it was not like tech deals level. It was like, you know, just just hate, just rage bait people, man. I do that shit. We gotta sprinkle it in there. You gotta, you gotta sprinkle the rage <laughs> just bait a little off. bit. You yeah, know. You, gotta, uh, you have to. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that with thumbnails. And then I love the guys that are like, "Oh, you're clickbaiting." It's like, "Welcome to YouTube." That's my response yeah. to that one now. Is welcome to YouTube, welcome to the <laughs> internet, or something like that. Dude, when somebody comments that, I'm like, "You're commenting on the video. That means you clicked on it." Success. <laughs> that, that means you, yeah, means to watch it. Like, actually, yeah, that's probably the best response to that from now on. It's just success. Yeah, <laughs> it is accomplished. You got to look at it that way because, like, when I see every time a, a video I put out like goes big, I get like a lot of hate in it, and I'm like, ooh, good. <laughs> I'm yeah, reaching oh, yeah. new people. I'm right? reaching new people. That oh, means I yeah. might get new subscribers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Dude, yeah. As long as my sub count's going up and my views are at least hitting average. Uh, you know, there you go. There's a yeah. guy that talks about that. Uh, Devin Nash talked about him before. He's like, there really is because there's no consequences. There's no bad marketing. So if you make a video that's so bad, like, <laughs> I, like, like, dude, like I had I had this one video that was like I had like a hundred likes and like 10,000 dislikes. It, it was it was when the EVGA first launched the 30 series cards and it, the, the EVGA cards have a load balancing problem they can't pull more than 450 watts if yeah. they i remember that video actually yeah. i watched it i think right just <laughs> liked it too but anyway <laughs> <laughs> they were like the evga fanboys couldn't accept that evga did something like misengineered something they were like so mad about it but they posted that fucking video everywhere all oh forms, yeah dude. oh yeah i'm like when somebody hates you that bad and they're like mm -hmm. check this motherfucker out you know what i mean i'm like ah <laughs> yes. Yes. yes like yes. it's going like, well share. yeah oh yeah that's that's how you know you're doing well man somebody out there hates you that's well wasn't there isn't there a quote it's like you know you're doing well when you have haters or whatever 
So yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I've heard something well, like well, that. Well, Wolfie's kind of playing into this, so he he just dropped a, a thousand knock this time with just three dots. So you know, call, calling him poor was uh kind of kind of showing. <laughs> He's like, show you, <laughs> thank you, Wolfie, you crazy mad mad lad, you. Um, we were having kind of a tough month. Hadn't seen you in a little bit. And, and uh, yeah, we, we might actually be able to afford dinner this month. Thank you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Sprite's comment. Thank you for the 449. He said, uh, what he was saying was, I mean, Connor is attractive and you two are rough. So basically he was. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> he's always coming after you. <laughs> well, he's always coming after you. And he's like, get out of my way. Get, get off the street. <laughs> yeah. He has like. He's got like tape up on there, just blocking us off and just listening and just watching Connor the whole time. Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna have to Probably move. Takes his face and photoshops on Amaranth's body and shit. That's all that <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, I wouldn't man. be surprised. Paul has that uh, not safe for work thing on his chat. I haven't checked it out because I'm like, I don't need to see this, but who knows what's in there? Oh no, yeah, it's probably a lot of Paul in there. It'd be my guess. <laughs> I'm thinking it's you on Amaranth's body. I'm thinking that's, that's where that picture probably exists. It could be. Oh, man. I, I, I suppose I, I should probably... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to totally derail it, but I, I was checking uh, 3090 Kingpin price, 2350 I wanted the 3090 Kingpin, but I, I was like, oof, that's too much. That's just too much. I know that they like supposedly have good pins and stuff. Honestly, in my experience... Um, every AIB card I've gotten, every single one has been like some of the worst bin. Like every once in a while you get lucky. Like I had one AIB card that was like broken, but it clocked like insane. <laughs> but it's every single, random. every single other AIB card I've ever picked up has just had like the worst clocks. Like I'm just like get the worst luck with AIBs for whatever reason. After I used to get good luck with them like back in the day, but now it's just like, oh, you guys are just literally cranking out anything. Like it, it doesn't I, I, matter I think, anymore. Yeah, I think the prices on these went up. I got a I got a kingpin for twenty one hundred after taxes and shipping. And now it's twenty one twenty before all that shit. But I can tell I, I've worked I've worked on about four kingpins now. They all clocked like ass cheeks, dude. Ass cheeks. They're like this. They're not binned at all. What whoever, whoever said that is a straight liar, dude. They're not. Binned. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I actually have a theory, and my theory is that a lot of these AIB companies are taking their worst chips and putting it on their best cards because they can shove <laughs> a bunch of power, power into it. Yeah. 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 I hundred percent agree, dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. I dude, dude. I have a thirty ninety tough. That will do 2200 megahertz and max out the memory slider. It's a tough. Yeah. I found like, like I had a 3090 uh, Founders Edition. I shouldn't have sold it, but it it clocked so insane. At one point, it peaked over 2300 megahertz just on air. Like it, it now, of course, it can't hold that. It was it was more like 2100 on average. But like I could run a benchmark and it, and it hit like 2315 megahertz or something and completed the benchmark. And I was like, why did I sell that? <laughs> I mean, I made a lot of money on it selling it because I moved to a different 3090 and I put it online for like this was during the craze. I was like, hey, I'll get a different 3090 and some maniac bought it for like thirty two hundred dollars. And I was like, OK, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it was right, worth though. it. I think but, they are literally taking the shittiest dies and putting it on the highest power limit cards. I, I like, like, I think they actually are doing that. Like, there's, that's like, the, like, this, 
the Strixes that I have, the Further Wind 3s, are all kind of... Nah, Dude, they're the worst. You know I mean? I, like, my 3090 Strix just clocked awful. It was awful. Like, yeah. Yeah, at 480 watts, it was like 2,055 megahertz flat. Which, yeah. I mean, that's a high clock, but this no. 3080 Ti Founders Edition will do like 2145 megahertz, on, like, on average, or 2130 like megahertz on average. Like... Yeah, it, it'll sit there at like 2130 megahertz, like, in a game if it's not fully maxed out. If it's fully maxed out, yeah it'll drop below 2100 because it just doesn't have the power limit to do it. But I'm like, dude, every card I've gotten that's like a, a an entry level has like the best peak clocks. Like it just screams. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Always I was going to say... Cheapest model. Yeah, see, at this point, yeah. It, as long as it has enough power, like the Founders Edition 3080 Ti, 400 watts, it's enough. Like, you can always add your own power limit though. Yeah, if, if you really want to, yeah, if you want to get in, really into it. I mean, some of these cards, though, <clears throat> if you don't want to be, like, power modding them, some of them are, like, 350 watts for 3080 Ti, and I'm like, no, that yeah. is not enough. Like, if you're in, into overclocking at all, if you don't care and you just want to run it stock, it's enough, but right. it, kind of, sort of enough. But <laughs> I, I was going to say, though, um, I suppose I should bring it back real quick before we went on to the next topic. About that uh, Tech Deals tweet. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got off topic, but I was like, I, I, I can't remember the exact tweet, but he had posted like, this is a, it was something like, along. don't quote me, it was something along the lines of, here's a 3060 for a good price. And it was like $540, and he was like, had an affiliate link, I think, too, to it and everything. And I'm just like, dude, no, why are you even, po and I reposted it, and I was like, imagine listening to this clown. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you can buy at the time, and this went on for about four days in a row before the uh, coupon code is no longer working now. Um, you could buy a six hundred dollars sixty seven hundred XT and apply a fifty dollars discount coupon. You get for five hundred fifty bucks for that. At the same time that you could buy a sixty seven hundred XT for five hundred fifty bucks, he wanted you to buy a thirty sixty for five hundred and forty dollars or something. And I'm like, dude. You have lost touch. I like if this isn't trolling, I'm you are Dude, what? If you, if you just if you just want to have a good laugh, just scroll I'm just scrolling through his Twitter right now. And it, it's just meme after meme. It's like tech, you've lost your way. You used to cover normal used to cover PCs normal people could afford. These two thousand dollar builds are for rich people. Where are the sub one thousand dollar machines? And he posts this like gt 1030 like ebay trash bin like, <laughs> like, dude, what is this yeah this is, there's dude, gotta be a little bit of trolling going on i have I, to I yeah oh yeah i, I guess i, I, I mean I when it comes to it. the oh i was just gonna say for the 3060 i kind of agree with them i mean they've been going for well above that i mean if you wanted a 3060 and you will not buy amd it's cheaper than they have been like i found one today for 520 i'm like well that, that's the cheapest one that i've seen but you can, get a, you can get a 6600 XT for 499, which I posted that up. I'm like, yeah, this, you, this isn't too terrible. Here you go. Dude, it's like, man, if you must have an NVIDIA card and you're looking at new cards, just just don't buy it. <laughs> like, that is so off. Like, $530 is so awful for 3060 that I've just been like, if you don't have a PC but you want one, just don't build one right now because it's literally that bad. Or if you have a working card but you want a new one, just don't buy it. Like if you must have Nvidia, either buy AMD right now or don't buy anything. Like even the 6700 XT, I think it'll drop lower. I think you'll see it below MSRP. It might be a good idea to even wait on AMD. 
But like Nvidia right now, oh god, wait. Like right now, it's just like got to be the worst time ever to buy an Nvidia card. Like these things are dropping literally every day. Every day I check Newegg, they're like lower, lower, lower. I've never seen cards drop on a daily basis. It's just yeah, like they are tanking hard. I I, oh, I yeah. give it like a month and they'll be like Nvidia will be near MSRP. Like they'll be above it, but they'll be they'll be well, close. Well, Nvidia is about two months behind <laughs> AMD. So once we see AMD hit, give it about two months and then Nvidia will Dude. be right there. I wouldn't people be shocked. Are, are scared. Within, they're uncertain, right? Yeah, they're uncertain. But I like I'm like looking at this. I'm like, dude, the 6700 XT could hit like MSRP next week. <laughs> like well, it could it, be like 480 next <clears throat> week. I think it will, especially. Did you guys see Hub's video the other day comparing it to the 3070? No. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I was shocked by the 4K. Actually, I was like, I knew the 6700 XT was bad at 4K, but wow, it is bad at 4K. I, I remember I mean, having one and I tested it, and I was like, I tested it on a 4K monitor, and I was like, this feels awful. It's just like the one percent lows are just trash. Like it just felt off to play, and then I swapped it to 1440p. And I was like, oh, it feels great. <laughs> and and it had more VRAM than the 3070. Like the 3070 with eight gigabytes feels miles better than the 12 gigabyte 6700 XT at 4K. At 1440p, they're very comparable. Well, I mean, his video, I think it was 10, 15, and like 20. Like that was the gap going up from yeah. 1080p so far. Uh, just rough numbers from my memory. But it it definitively proves that it's actually a 3060 Ti competitor, which has a 399 MSRP. I guarantee you that they'll lower the MSRP to get at least somewhere in that neighborhood. And it'll actually end up being a 3060 Ti competitor. So that's, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's why I've been saying, like, you know, despite the fact that the 6700 XT at 550 sounds really good right now, wait till it's 450. You know, wait till it's 400. Because I, I guarantee before RTX 40, you will see these things for 400. Like, the the way things are going now, I mean, unless something crazy happens, which we can't predict, um, just like current trends, like, I wouldn't be surprised you picking up these things for 400 bucks. I agree. New, new, not, not yeah, new, like new, not, yeah, exactly. Secondhand could be like 350. <laughs> but Nvidia is going to hold their value a lot more, but even then, I, I think I, I would not that. be surprised if a 3060 costs more than a 6700 XT. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. You guys just got to go through these tech deals tweets, man. This is just <laughs> Well, actually, that ties oh in. With De God, Denver, so thank good. you for the two. He said, I, I watched him tweet this live. He, he seemed genius. <laughs> <laughs> or he seemed genuine. He seemed genuine. Uh, I, he seemed genius. Would, would, would have been better there. And then Nathan, like, thank you for the two. He said, oi, I had a GT 1030, uh, and that thing was adorable. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, I said in 2016 that it was totally worth buying a six-core <laughs> CPU at the time. Those who listened had five years of solid experience in front of them. Listen to me now in 2020. I'm, I'm quoting. Listen to me now in 2022. <laughs> R9 5900X or I7 12700K. Both are worth it. Don't bother with anything else. Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is... Whew. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if his only CPU. goal is... I want you to keep your PC for five years without upgrades. He might have some merit there, but almost nobody does that. It's fun nobody to upgrade. Does that. It is fun. It, like I'd rather, and and you'd get way more value doing it this way too. I would I would rather buy a start with a quad core, go to a six core the next year, go to an eight core the next year, 
move to a new architecture the night. Like I'd rather upgrade every single year and get like a, a little upgrade. I know some people like that experience of getting a massive upgrade, but it's like, yeah, but you could have just had a better experience the whole time rather than yeah, like yeah, yeah. starting to feel bad near the end and then having this big jump. And you, you, I did the math and I'm like, you either end up spending like no more money or depending on when you sell stuff, you heck, you could even like spend less money doing it. Way less. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people in the uh, there's a lot of people in the Discord. They all have like 10 900 Ks and they're they're playing just fine. But they're like, "Man, I got the upgrade itch." Like but now they're buying 12 900 Ks. They get they get like 10 FPS and like I just I just got to upgrade some, you know what I mean? P the P upgrading is fun. It is. I, I mean, yeah. it's completely pointless. I mean, you do live streams, you know. If if you got to upgrade or you got money burning a hole in your pocket, super chat's a great way to go, guys. I'm just letting you know. Uh, you know, it helps out. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate it. Patreon's a thing. Uh, you know, you can hit the join button on YouTube. Uh, for any of us, links are down below to the, everybody's channels. So, you know, whoever you like. You can upgrade them. the stream, yeah. <laughs> yeah, up upgrade your favorite uh your favorite YouTube channel. There you go. You know what's uh you know what's interesting about tech deals? He doesn't even do any videos anymore. Does he not? No, it's just live streams. Oh, and then he cuts them up, doesn't he? And like makes videos out, out of them. He puts <clears throat> no, he puts the clips in the separate like tech deals clips or whatever. But he like he literally just doesn't make content anymore. Like Well, he probably figured it out. I don't understand. This is way, way, way more profitable. <laughs> live streams are way more profitable than uh YouTube videos. But yeah, if you, you can like create you grow though. With, with with streams though you can no you can it just depends on like if you you basically have to make your channel into a streaming channel like you can stream once a week on your main channel and it's fine but like it's not going to help you grow a lot but if your channel like is a streaming channel people will come there for the streams and then you'll grow an audience just on streaming it, like it works i've, I've seen channels who just stream and they do well, and it makes way more money. I, it's just not the type of channel I want to run. I, I just enjoy making the videos. I like doing that a lot more. Um, right. I was Plus gonna you can always I'll, pop by and hang out here. Yeah, I was I was gonna probably bring streaming back this this year. Um, I, I stopped for a little while. I stopped doing weekly streams. I was probably gonna bring them back, but do monthly live stream. That's probably what I'm gonna do this year. Uh, I'm not sure when I'm gonna start it back up again. Probably it's probably at least another month before I start it back up. Uh, but I was going to start it back up again to do like a monthly live stream Q&A, basically. Uh, so people seem to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. People seem but to yeah. enjoy it to ask you how to fix their computers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally all. That's all it is. I, I don't get as much of that anymore. Oh, my when I was God. Doing, when I was doing overclocking content, <clears throat> I got a lot of that. <laughs> what kind yeah. of questions do you get now, then? It's uh, it's a lot of goofing around usually, honestly, or t asking me about like products that are coming out. I mean, some people ask me about like, you know, my computer's doing this or that, and I'll I'm like, all right, listen, man, I'll try my best to like in one sentence give you yeah, a solution, yeah, yeah. but like I got other questions, so I can't sit here and do tech support for the next ten minutes. <clears throat> yeah, like, go to this video. I made a video on that. Go to the video. Yeah, <laughs> it blows my mind how many people just need tech support all the time like like people don't know how to like save files on their computers and shit now even like even young people like people i like i don't know how old you are but people my age they don't know how to save fucking files dude it's incredibly weird, weird. Like, I, like yeah it is super weird 
I don't know. Yeah, I definitely anyway. don't get those kind of questions, but I'll get like general, like, hey, I'm running this game. Here's my hardware specs and it's black screening or, you know, that kind of stuff. Get those quite a bit. Yeah, I would. I would kill for those questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the time it's RAM. Like nine times out of ten, it's like, did you run Memtest on your system? No. What's Memtest? Start there. Yeah. The HCI so you... Memtest is great. So I have another topic. So we talked about 390 Ti. We talked about 12100KS. What do you think about the 5800 3D being locked? Yeah, Yucky. that was that was my next one. Yeah, <laughs> Yucky. Was, that's the last one I got to. I, I, you go first. I think it's gonna look bad. I think this is gonna hurt their reputation. Um, almost no matter how fast this thing is, it's it's gonna taint it. Now there are gonna be the people, just like there's gonna be thirty ninety Ti buyers, and there's gonna be a lot more than Connor thinks that there is. He's over there going, a couple hundred people on the planet will buy this. He's rational. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tens of thousands of people, but still, unfortunately, it's not a lot. Um, those are the same people that might pick this thing up if it happens to be that three percent faster. But as you guys have said, like you play around with twelve nine hundred K, you can get some ridiculous numbers out of it. I just don't see it beating it by that much to where it really matters. And the people that are gonna do that, that one or two percent is gonna matter to them. So it just depends which side has that one or two percent advantage, but it's not going to be a big deal. I don't. Think. Hey, you know, you know what the question I have about this is? Okay, okay, the cache itself, like the three D cache, the idea of it is to store instructions and assets and those kind of things in the cache to access them faster, right? But let okay, let's take a game like Counter Strike one that already fits in the current cache that we have would the fps actually go up with more cash or would it be the it'd be the exact same wouldn't it mm -hmm. there is diminishing returns yes right yeah yeah that's why that's why i figured so it was like like there's no way that the 5800 x3d can beat older like even with all that because the 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 instruction per clock itself is not changing. The clock speed itself is not changing. All right. they're doing is removing a low-hanging fruit from games where it is affected by that. Like yeah, whatever. Yeah. The all hell they're doing is removing a bottleneck. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, go, think, going yeah. to super fast DDR5 would also mitigate uh, the same yes. thing. Yeah, I th I think you're gonna find though, like it is going to beat it i th i think like on average because i think i'll be surprised by how many games will benefit from more cash like i i really think uh the the biggest issue with basically computing is always memory what you know and if you can get the memory closer and faster that's one way or if you can just get like faster ram that's another oh, way to try oh, and get around it so like, like Alder Lake basically did that with DDR5. They they used DDR5 to try and solve some of that memory bandwidth. Um, it, AMD's not right. moving to DDR5 yet. Their solution is cache, and so that's another way of kind of solving the issue. So uh, you'll you'll be surprised. Like it, it, would, it would in fact it would be even better if the clocks went up too, because it would like help it scale basically. Correct. Um, but yeah, it it'll be a okay uplift but i think if you take a 12900k and you really overclock it if you're just looking at gaming performance like let's say i disabled my e-cores put the uncore at 5.1 blasted the voltage up and did 5.3 all core um 
you'd probably be looking at like the same performance basically i don't think so man i i gotta disagree with that i like when you when you do when you do fabric speed testing theoretically that would be kind of the same sort of testing right if you go to let's say 3600 c14 right and then you go to 3800 c14 and let's say the fabric went up by 200 or 100 megahertz 100 megahertz right and if you go if you do latency testing or whatever the latency went down by three nanoseconds the fps difference does not correlate with the effort put in to actually go that fast right so just going even if you go to like four thousand if you have some some freak chip that does 2000 fabric clock there's no fps gain whatsoever over 3800 right so wouldn't cash accomplish the same sort of deal like but it, it depends on the software it's all gonna be software dependent yeah so yeah, like, yeah it does yeah yeah but it's, like it's i just was like so i i think like the basically the the memory bottleneck we have with chips like some software there is none because of the way it's coded but there's a lot of software where it exposes the memory bottlenecks we have so yeah you just add a three you throw a bunch of cash in there and it'll okay it'll yeah. speed it up but it's yeah, like here's quadrupling... in. uh hold, hold on a second guys so denver thank you for the 20 spot this is his thoughts on this he said clock speed uh is not changing uh they're reducing the time that the cpu sits idle waiting for the ramp basically yeah eliminating a bottleneck Probably why it can't overclock. The more time working means it gets hotter. My 5700G with uh, 4933 CL17. He's got the, like the most insane chip on the planet. Uh, runs 15C hotter with the same clocks. Uh, well, not worth in yeah. my opinion. It does. When, you, when you're doing stress tests, like let's say you're running OCCT with XMP on, you, like you'll be like oh my my chip is stable at 5.2 at 1.3 volts or whatever right then you overclock the memory you try and run the same stress test all of a sudden your cpu is running 20 celsius hot or whatever the overclock you had before is not stable right but but what i was saying was like i think what like we have a thing in our kind of community where like amd is targeting out of the box Mm -hmm. uh, hardware unboxed benchmarks right so i think you're what you're gonna see is this 5800x3 so essentially the more things that they can take away from the user is going to look better to most people right so if they throw a shit ton of cash on there maybe instead of there being a performance wall at 3600 c14 or whatever maybe the performance wall is going to go down to like 3200 xmp kits now I you think it's I, mean? I think it's going to completely eliminate the memory speed advantage. Like you'll probably be able to go That's from, what like I you think. said. Yeah, from 3200 to like 4 5000 megahertz DDR and it won't make much of a difference. That's, That's basically what, what it does. That's what we're seeing on the GPU side. That's what Lovelace is going to do. It's basically eliminate the fact that there's not crazy G DDR7 chips available. So they have to go with the cash, much like we saw. God, with the, uh, yeah, doing that by the way, because that's basically our insurance policy against another shitcoin mining boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The large, the large cash is, is is definitely the way to go because you can use AMD has proved that it works on GPUs. Yeah, the yeah. same logic applies to CPU. Um, it's just like hyperthreading. All it doesn't give you more cores; it just makes the cores work more efficiently. This does basically the same thing. So you're not sitting there right. wasting performance. So, so I would say that 
my prediction for this chip would be like grab a 5800x overclock the memory till like it's blue in the face or whatever and then take away the lows and i think that's what you're gonna get you know what i mean like the, the lowest and like the fabric jump that it has to do in the oh. frame whatever right you take you take the frame dips away and then the average that's gonna be your new minimum i think that's what it's gonna be do you know what I mean? But it, that still doesn't beat Alder Lake. Alder Lake is fast, dude. Like those big, those big cores are beefy as shit. Like, like they are Alder really Lake, fast. It's yeah, it's like. Plus, um, in games, most of these Alder Lake cores. I mean, it depends on your motherboard how much it basically pre-overclocks it. But a, a lot of games will run between four point seven to four point nine stock, in in that region, depending mm -hmm. on yep. your motherboard. Um, if if you have it set at like 5.2 or God even 5.3 all core it, with like you brought that uncore up as well, that's that's a big difference. I mean, if let's say you're running five gigahertz, un, yeah, if you're running five gigahertz uncore versus the 3.6 it runs at, that's like a 50 percent difference yeah. in uncore mm -hmm. speed. So, uh, the people who are just leaving it stock, like if you overclock this thing, yes, it'll draw more power, but so does everything when you overclock it. Um, but it gets really fast when you lock everything as fast as it can go. I also think that you will be able to overclock the 5800 on the B550 board. Because those boards can do like 120 BCLK. I think right? someone, will, some, some AIB will unlock it unlock with BCLK. It. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The X570 can't because it actually breaks the chipset, but B550 works fine. I don't have a B550 board, so, but damn, I'm kind of thinking about getting one now just for that. But I mean, um, they're, all, they're like 100 to 150 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. really not bad. It has to have an external clock gen, though. You got to find with an external clock I think clock there is on. like one that's cheap that has it. Okay. That would but, be the one to go for for this chip yeah. then. So if it's in stock, I, I think there's like one that's like in the 100 plus dollar range. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think ultimately what this chip proves is that the the 3D stack thing, for the most part, I don't I don't think it's going to be the future like we were all thinking. More than likely, they might go to a 2.5D, just like make it its own little chiplet on there. But the 3D stack just doesn't seem like it's going to be the way to go, uh, especially when they do move to DDR5. Unless they get massive IPC increases that outpace the frequency increases from the RAM. Uh, I, I just don't see it. But also DDR5, you can get dual channel per chip. So you can actually have two DIMMs in quad channel. So yeah. I'm really curious to see if AMD makes their mainstream platform quad channel. And then that completely eliminates any memory bandwidth issues that you'll have uh, on up to 16 cores at least. So I, I don't know. It just seems like it was like we said we were going to do this just like with the 3090. Yeah. So we got to bring it out. It's not that good. <laughs> but... I think they're backpedaling a little bit. It feels like they're kind of... It feels like they regret it for some reason. Mm -hmm. Or like uh, it didn't turn out how they wanted to or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it had the performance benefits that they were hoping for. I think they were hoping to like drive clocks up too. And they just couldn't because of heat. I, I think that, you know what? It, 3D stacking could work, but you'd have to have very, very thin silicon. Like, it's got to be very thin. Everything's got to be, like, shaved down. And you've got to have direct die cooling. We can't have, like, anything yeah. between... The, you no got to get rid of the... Yeah, you got to get rid of the IHS if you're going to do this because we need to make, like, direct contact with it if we're going to be having stacked pieces of silicon like that. But then that. it's going to be so sensitive. That might actually break 
most yeah, of them. Yeah, might just because, crack the silicon right away. Yeah. Well, because the the connects underneath, they're you know micrometers in size. You know, if you put pressure on or jiggle it a little bit, I mean. Yeah, that's that's oh, yeah, why that's I don't true. see them doing yeah. it because the, the average user maybe they'll put too much pressure on it if it's not engineered or, you, perfectly. or even when you're taking your heat sink off and you know the thermal paste is a little glue like and you got to jiggle it a little bit, they'll snap that uh 3D stack chip right right off. Didn't think <laughs> about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- that's not going to work. So, yeah, I personally think that going to quad channel actually makes a shit ton more sense than wasting time with 3D stacking. I think that buys yeah. them enough memory bandwidth that it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I think the the best solution is fit as much cash in around the core as you can. Yeah, and then, cash. and then just get your memory as fast as you can. I think, you know what else is weird? How we haven't found a design of motherboard that just moves the memory closer physically like why aren't there why aren't there just like two memory slots right on the back of the motherboard coolers, coolers. people have their coolers and pe- yeah you know how many people are still using their cooler master 212 from like eight years ago is that really the only reason man that, fuck a big one it's a big uh, one yeah people get probably pissed is. buying new coolers oh yeah it's yeah, like buying be... new power supplies people get pissed it's like i've spent 150 dollars on this power supply I'm never buying another power supply again. They come out with PCIe 5. Fuck those fuckers. I never want to buy another power supply again. That's true. Yeah. We still have ATX for that reason, too, actually. Mm-hmm. The ATX yeah, exactly. Standard, yeah. That's a good well, point. Memory's already very, very close. Like, especially these two DIM boards. You look at it, and, like, they are, like, as close as you can physically put it without touching a cooler. <laughs> like, yeah. it is, it's, it is, you know, like an inch away. So. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's, like, that's as close as they can get now. But like, what what if you had like those those laptop SO dims right on the back of the socket or something like that? That like when you when you remove physical distance from things, that's like it, it reduces more of a yeah. yeah, that's like more of a performance benefit than like changing architectures. Honestly, like, move memory closer. Honestly, the next steps to do what Apple's doing, just put the DRAM right on the chip. I mean, the, if you're gonna do all of that oh, effort, just that, yeah. just put the damn DRAM on the package um denver thank you for the five he said to be honest uh disappointed there's no 5950 x3d i think we all kind of are on that one uh then like an industry diamond or like an industrial diamond ihs 10 times faster uh heat dissipation than copper uh i too would like to have three to four channel memory yeah um so yeah i guess they if diamond would work but then cost goes to the moon so once again i think quad channel is just way cheaper way easier for them to do um and and it's built into ddr5 so just do it. i think i think they said or was it um halleck or somebody that like the the latency penalty of adding that much cash on top completely wrecked two chiplet performance or something like that that's why they're only doing it on the one right i I didn't i didn't something something like that yeah yeah, somebody, I can't, it was Robert Halleck or that other AMD guy. They were saying that if you, when you actually put that much cash on two chiplets, there's a, there's an, an exponentially worse latency penalty going between the IO die between the two caches than there are than just having the 15800X, which makes perfect sense, to be honest. That's why I mean, I, I mean, all the cash does is just store memory. I don't see how that would really affect latency too much. Like, uh, Probably a lot like, more complicated to build. They just didn't want to do it. Would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said that one of one of the AMD engineers said something like that. That's why well, they didn't do any two chiplet 
3D stacked chips. Just imagine how expensive that thing would be. Like you got two separate dies, 3D cache, and an I/O die on one CPU. Like, dude, that thing would or be the failure like, rate. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like a thousand bucks. It's seriously, it'd be like a thousand dollars. Nobody would want to buy it. <laughs> uh, Denver chimes back in. He says, "Industrial diamond, cheaply grown." Yeah, I mean that could be a thing. I, I just think that there's better solutions. And think about the heat too. <laughs> Well, I mean, it'll push into the heat sink a lot faster. All right, I'm going to go hit the head real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know how we were saying uh, you were just like, nobody's going to buy it. It's like, dude, you know what's so so funny about that? Because Chris is always like um, $2,000 GPUs next year. And then it's like the next year comes and he's like, Three thousand dollar GPUs yeah. next year. You know what I mean? And Four thousand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, he he gets so much shit from people because he says that. And every time he's been correct, every time it's like, it's like you were just saying how like the um, twenty five hundred dollars is what it's going to be. I think it's going to be twenty five hundred dollars. That makes way more nice. sense. I think they'll get enough can... people to buy it. Yeah, you know, if the kingpin three thousand is not a wash though. If they got the kingpin up for twenty three fifty right now, I could see the 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 kingpin ninety ti for three grand. I could see. Yeah, that. I could see it. I mean, they'll they'll do as much as they can. They don't need to move volume. They just need to move some, and then it's just the top end chips. I mean, you're you're basically making these chips anyway. Might as well make one that you only sell. You know. <laughs> like thousands of rather okay. than hundreds of thousands you know you know okay here's another you know what else is another cool thing about evga and inflation and the cork okay so i bought a 3080 12 gig the shitty one and it was with the intention of doing this right i was going to use it as a step up to get a 390 ti right to bypass the queue um if there was a queue so I was like, it doesn't matter what it costs because I'm going to, when when you do the EVGA step up, they give you the value that you paid for the card, n not the value that's on their website. So even if you bought it at an insanely scalped price at a store, they give you that value back when you do their step up, right? Really? It's a, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I don't know how, the, I don't even know why they do that. They don't even have to, but they do, right? So anyway, so I bought this thing for, it was like $2,050 canadian which is an insane price for a 3080 12 gig right so when i go onto the evga store now i can step it up to a 3090 for 400 extra bucks because i paid so much for this one right so anyway now that the prices of their cards are coming down now it's 350 bucks to step it up to a 3090 yeah <laughs> right well you get dude, you give it Give it a few months. And yeah. Free upgrade. Yeah, yeah. I'm literally so so. I'm literally thinking like I'm like man, if if prices keep dropping and like because you have 90 days right, and I still have two and a half months left on this step, I'm gonna wait until this on the last day on this bitch and see it with the price like as low of a price for a 3090 as possible or 390 Ti, then step it up. I still get the value that I paid. The inflation works in my favor. I'm, I'm sure they're going to fix this loophole, though. Yeah, yeah, they're getting, they're getting rid that. of this. Stop talking yeah. about. Stop talking about it. No, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, they, they, they fixed the GT 1030 loophole too pretty quick, right? 
people were buying GT 1030s off Amazon and using those to step up to 3090s to bypass the queue. <laughs> oh, dude, tons of people in the Discord were doing that shit just nice. to get mining cards, right? Yeah. But um, I think they're going to fix this loophole next, giving you the value that you paid. So anyway, that's what I was going to do to get the 3090 Ti, right? Because I'm like, if it's like $2,500, that's like a $700 step up for me. That doesn't feel too bad, right? But as soon as it hits like $1,000 for a step up, when I can get a 3090 step up for 350 right now, I don't know about that, right? Anyway. Yeah, those are my well, those are my thoughts on that. That that's cool to know, but yeah, they're absolutely gonna have to change that because in ninety days, I mean, every month here in the U.S. we get the yep. inflation update, and it's like half a freaking percent every month. I mean, there's no way you can just because they're just losing money at that point. But EVGA is a good company that way, man. I give them shit for like bad cooler designs and bad PCB design, but I had a thirty ninety die on me a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh no, I'm like. I don't want to deal with an RMA right now, right? And I'm, like, cleaning up the PCB, trying to, like, remove the evidence that I've been there and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, I sent it off. They didn't even send me an email back, man. I look at my mail. I have another I have another 3090 in my box. I'm like, holy shit. They don't even care. Like, they're just... No, they like, don't. They're, they're yeah, doing they're it right. Yeah, they're yeah. fantastic, man. They're one of the only companies that does it right. I don't know if you saw my video about Gigabyte. <laughs> Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took them hundred percent legit. Hundred percent legit. Yeah, like three and a half months or something. What was it? Or I can't remember. Two and a half months or something, or three I months. Think it, I think it was three. Yeah. Yeah, like three um, months to get me to get me a replacement card. And they were like almost trying to fight me about it. It's it felt yep. like <laughs> like they were just they're, trying to like almost make it difficult. That's what it felt like to me. I was like, jeez, mm, you guys are not. <laughs> I am not buying a card from you again. They don't know that you're a tech tuber either, right? But also, you don't no. have a big enough platform to make a difference, which is such a fucking shame. I hate that. I hate that you have to have a platform to like be treated with some level of decency, right? It's super <laughs> yeah, weird. It's that's super weird. Up. Yeah, that's yeah. messed up. It's incredibly weird, but um, if there's a there's a YouTube channel called um North Ridge Fix, all the guy gets is GPUs to fix, right? And um, there was one, I think it was Zotac. Some guy had a couple of Zotac 3090s that he got in pre-built, right? So he didn't even buy the cards; he got them from pre-built. Right. The cards died on him. He never touched the card. The warranty seal was still there and shit, right? He sends the cards back. To the AIB first, not the AIB. Sorry, the 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 SI, the, the system the integrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They deny him warranty, saying it wasn't packaged properly. So then he tries oh. Zotac. They denied him the warranty too. I don't remember what the reason was. Oh, then I know why. Uh, Zotac, um, you have to send it in the original box, and they don't want the cover art. It's so weird. I had to RMA. I had a 3060 Ti that was in uh, one of my dad's computers, and I it just blew up like basically. And I RMA'd it, and they had like this very specific set of instructions you had to follow. And it's like if you don't send it in the original package without the box art, we won't accept it. And I accidentally sent it with the box art, and they just took the box art and didn't give it back to me. <laughs> so I got the card back in just like this black box, and I'm like, "What the heck, guys? Like, did you really have to take the box?" They're just like angry that I had sent it in with the Jesus. box art. I'm like, "Come yeah. on!" Yeah, some of these companies are really strange. Believe it or not, I, I've had good luck with because uh, I don't have a lot of GPUs or any of that stuff die, but uh, hard drives those obviously die. And they're pretty damn good about it. I've had Seagate and Western Digital's, and 
Those are actually pretty, pretty. Yeah, good. because they like, have yeah. some sort of self-respect. That's yeah. Why. yeah. yeah. yeah what was great is, is like, uh, was it? I, I got to put like a fifty-dollar deposit down, and just in case if I didn't send the thing back. Uh, yeah. But they they would just send me the replacement, and it's like just here you go pre-printed label, just throw it in a box, throw it in the mailbox, and whatever. I'm like this. This is be. what you should do. Yeah. Just yeah. take my credit card, put that whole thing like we were saying for like fifty or hundred dollars. And then give me my money back when you get your shit back. And that's just the perfect way to do it. Fine, if, you, yeah. if you have a car to die, you're almost worth waiting another two months before you are a maze. Let, let them get a little bit of stock, right? But they are... Everyone except EVGA are going completely out of their way to deny RMAs right now. They don't want to do it. So it's literally like... So me as like a tech tuber i'm like yeah you kind of have to get evga ones and I'm, I'm not an evga shill i don't give a shit that like i'm like they completely misengineered their their boards but you still have to get it because you have to look out for yourself you know what i mean like i can't like, buy gigabyte anymore i won't do it never yeah did you see just... the whole um water block thing and the, they're using copper on their water blocks and now their whole thing is corroded and they're like ruining people's entire loops uh... and shit yeah only the gigabyte ones. It's of all course. over Reddit right now. Yeah. Yeah, of course, dude. They can't do anything right. They got exploding power supplies. They're trying to. They're taking three months to RMA something. They're putting together a water box. They have no idea what they're doing. Dude, I'm never buying anything from Gigabyte again. Like, I listen. If in three years they can reform their company, like I'll give them another chance. Like everybody can change, but it's this is not something that's going to change overnight. This would be like, okay, right. three years from now, <clears throat> let me take a look at all of their products in their last year of last two to three years of you know products they've been putting out. Is there a change? But as it is right now, I just I'm like, dude, don't buy anything Gigabyte. Nothing. No, their absolutely nothing. Are dog shit too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they don't I mean, I mean it, when it was just the power supplies, I'm like, whatever. Everybody gets a bad batch, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it just continues to go. Uh, so tech we love. Thank you for the 10 spot. Chris and family, or heart to Chris and family. So I guess you guys are the family now. Uh, <laughs> I love your live streams, but there have been uh, some things growing on my chest. Please do not use Jesus the Christ and Christianity as a curse word. And please stay humble, YouTubers. Uh, I think that we're all pretty humble. And yeah, I... Personally, it's just in such common vernacular, like I purposefully tried not to, but so commonly used, it, it's hard to uh, kind of break on that one. I don't know if I did or didn't, but personally, I, I tried not to. Me. Yeah, if, if somebody brings it up, I'll make like a mental note to not do in the future. But yeah, it's just part of my, it's, 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 part, of no it's part of your yeah, speech pattern. There's no respect meant from that, right? Like we, yeah. I, I grew up in a different time, man. I grew up saying a lot of derogatory words in my childhood and it takes a long time to rewire <laughs> that shit it's you know what i mean so when yeah, people it, do say that it's not like it's well, not meant as yeah disrespect, I, I, you know I mean yeah and i think it bringing it up's fair you know it's like personally for me it's like a mental thing like i'm trying to rewire sometimes i slip and i catch myself i'm like crap but yeah you know it's cool. Listen, the videos are clean, but the live streams, nothing's off limits. So, <laughs> no, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, um... well, well, Spr Sprite has proven that almost nothing is off almost limits. Almost nothing is off limits. So, <laughs> for my live streams, I'll just be like, um, bring it up. If I, if it doesn't impact me, like if it doesn't like, like if me changing like a word doesn't affect my day to day, I'm happy to do it for you. But if I have to like, if it's like, a Karen type of situation. I'm like, I'm not doing it, man. You're, you have to go to a different stream. You know what I mean? 
yeah yeah there, yeah there there are certain things where i wouldn't budge but yeah that that yeah. one that one like i said that personally. one doesn't affect me yeah yeah that that's a little different um all right so we are actually a little bit behind i don't know if you guys asked your communities for questions did you I don't think I did, but I can did check not. see if somebody said something anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get on in here. I know I got a few, um, and I know we got kind of a hard out for Ivan at, because uh, you got your stream coming up Yeah, later, I got to right? go on like 20 minutes, yeah. Okay, and that's over on Twitch, right? Yes, yeah. All right, well, Ivan's channel, Frame Chasers, is linked down below. I'm sure you have your Twitch links on your videos, so if you guys want to go check him out, you can do that. Um Excuse me. Uh, and this is from a guy in PA, which I got to thank him. Before we even went live, he uh, did a nice dono over on PayPal. So thanks, buddy. Uh, he said, hey, gang, thanks for filling in for Paul. RSR seems like it's really cool, but as an owner of an LG OLED, it's useless. I have a 48-inch with uh, 6900 XT. He does the ultra-wide thing at 3840 by 1620. Uh, and to That's do this success... What's that? That's the way to do it. It's 1620. He, he got it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one, 120 hertz, HDR, all that good stuff. Uh, I have set AMD scaling to mode to center, uh, forces the black bars on the top and bottom. Default scaling is preserved aspect ratio. And the only way to use RSR, uh, and this is on, the only way to, to use RSR, uh, enabling it converts or reverts center scaling to default and ultra wide becomes a no-go. Any chance you guys can think of a workaround uh, I can to retain the ultra wide with RSR enabled. I don't have I an answer for that. I thought of it before, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't have an answer. For I, I have an answer. This is going to be kind of a, a troll moment, but buy an NVIDIA card and use DLSS. <laughs> oh, hey, that's, not even, that's not even a troll moment. I'm like, yeah, I actually don't have a solution for AMD. I'm sorry, but DLSS works for me in ultra wide. I don't know what to tell you. Well, AMD, RSR AMD, is different because oh this one will work on everything. So yeah, AMD drivers and it's a dumpster fire, dude. It's a dumpster fire. Like to this day, I'm telling you. With if, the L if, with the LG OLED, I completely agree. Like uh, for me to get was it uh, VRR working, I have to disable GPU scaling and let the TV do the scaling just to get uh, FreeSync working uh, on NVIDIA everything works so i will it say nvidia drivers when it comes to creating an ultra wide resolution on this display was weird too like it wasn't perfect either um i had to use cru i couldn't use the nvidia control panel to do it but it's bizarre i've never had to do this before but i had i had to create the resolution and custom resolution utility and apply it within windows on nvidia i don't know why you have to do that i don't know if that's the same for amd um, never had to do that with any other display, but with, with the LG OLED, I had to. I don't know why. It was really weird. Yeah, the LG OLEDs are a little strange when it comes to the scaling and GPU scaling and things like that. Yeah. Why, why do you do that resolution? Um, so if you do 3840 by 1620, um, I haven't done it recently, but I was, I was playing games like that because it's way easier to run than full 4K, and then you just bring the TV closer and you get this massive, basically like 38-inch or 40-inch ultra-wide, basically. Um, and hmm. it's just way easier to run, but you technically get the same pixel density. So oh, a lot of people... Oh, there's a black border on top and bottom? Yeah, so yeah. on the OLED... It's like watching since, a movie. Yeah, so ah. with the OLED, since they completely turn off the pixels, 
um, it's actually a reasonable thing to do. On an LCD, I wouldn't oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Because oh, you'd see these gray bars, whereas on yeah. OLED, it's just off. So it, it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's like giant bezel. Mm-hmm. Huh. Not a bad idea. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, I don't know if you guys would have a take on this one, but uh, this is from Denver. Uh, with ETA Prime dropping a video today of a mini PC with a Ryzen 6000, months before any expected small companies to get their hands on them, uh, how far off do you guys think handhelds will be using the new uh, Ryzen 6000s? I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. Aren't they? Isn't there like some I and Neo thing coming out later this year with one or something? 5,000. Oh, that's five thousand still. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think know. I think handhelds aren't gonna be viable. Is not the right word. Handhelds aren't gonna be worth getting until they start putting HBM on them, right on the package. You know, I want to love handhelds. Like I have a Switch, and there's some good games on it. Um. And maybe the newer hardware would make yeah. a big yeah maybe the newer hardware would make a big difference but like man it's hard to play on the switch that hardware is so so weak right. uh i i feel like we really do like the if if there's handhelds coming out they need to have like cutting edge technology i mean they need to have the most power efficient the fastest thing you can yeah, possibly like, put in it and if it's not that it it's hard to have a like a good um experience on them because if you're playing 30 fps at 720p with controls that feel sluggish it's just it's like ah oh, as convenient as this is i'd rather just go sit down like <laughs> yeah know? like like let's you could take the steam deck for example let's say you got four zen three cores in there let's say you got 24 rdna2 cus you throw maybe two chiplets of, you know, HBM. So you have eight gigs. So that, that, that does your RAM, too, and your GPU memory. So you got eight gigs of total system memory. You remove the RAM out of the equation altogether. The thing wouldn't pull any power. And you'd be getting 1080p 120, 160. I mean, 1080p 60. No problem all day long. Then you have a device that really does it all. You know what I mean? But yeah, until I, we I get, love that. Yeah, until we get to that point... I don't think it's I don't think I think it's a nothing burger. I have no interest in handhelds whatsoever. I'm not down I, with I, this like 720p 30 shit. Like what is this? Like, yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I, not, I, it's not your jam. No, I know I know like the pixel density because it's smaller. But like if you want people to take that shit seriously, it has to have a dock. It has to go on the TV just like the Switch does. It has to have DLSS upscaling and all that shit, and it has to like. It's got to do it all, man. It has. It can't be. There's too many compromises right now, and yeah, there will be I, for a long time. And I'd say, on top of that, for for me, the breaking point of me actually really enjoying a handheld is going to be 900p screen with like a good screen, like an OLED or something, and it's also got to hit 60 fps. Oh, like, absolutely. It, it's got to hit 60 fps. Like if you can give me 900p 60 fps, that's pixel. That's very pixel dense on a small screen. It, it's good enough. It, it's, it has enough pixels in total to really get like good detail out still as well. Um, I think that would be pretty enjoyable. But 720p30 is just, I don't know, man. It, like, it, it's, it's not like it's unplayable, but it's just like, this is a big step back. Like, this is... It's too big of a compromise from yeah. the 200 FPS experience. I gotcha. Oh, no, like, yeah. like, like, 
Like only now are laptops getting good, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Like, actually, only actually, now. Actually, I would argue laptops are worse now than they've ever been. But uh, how do you figure? About, uh, any laptop that draws more than eighty watts total power is unusable in my world because you oh, can't. Yeah. Yeah, because if you can't run personally, if you can't run two hours. 100% CPU, 100% GPU for two hours off the battery. It ain't even worth buying. Because th what's the point of buying a laptop if you're not using the battery? Yeah, well, there's this... Um, I had I'd picked up... I have another laptop I got sent to me now, too, which is it's got this insane specs, like 3080 Ti and stuff. It's crazy. I'll have a video on it. But um, uh, the, the, the more cost-effective one I picked up a while ago when I was traveling it has a, like a 3070 and a 11... 900 h or 11800h mm. and that thing it's way slower when you unplug it but it does last over two hours you can play a game for over two hours on it um i tested it and you know it's like if you have that thing plugged in for me i feel like laptops have gotten so good like the processors the the gpus haven't made a big jump recently because you know it, Ampere's no better than Turing's yeah, watt for watt. Yeah, yeah. Ampere's <laughs> performance per watt isn't really a big uplift, but the CPU has made a massive jump. I mean, we went from like four to eight cores um, mm -hmm. in, in a very similar power envelope, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's like, okay, you can do some gaming on the go. Now you're going to be playing, you know, at a lower resolution or a lower frame rate. You got to choose one of the two. Um, but then you can come home and like just plug it into a dock and just use it as your desktop. And, like yeah. these things are powerful enough yeah. now where if you are someone who travels a lot, I could actually see you having like a dock at home, plugging yep. the thing in and you just have it set up to a monitor and everything. And by the way, these laptops, like, dude, that laptop that I have, it's got a 1440p HDR 165 hertz display that has like a six milliseconds response time or something like it's up there with some good displays of course the best gaming displays are faster but i mean i remember it's laptop displays were like 20 milliseconds in the past yeah. like yeah this stuff's usable now like this is good yeah. i mean hell they got I got oled a, now yeah, yeah i got a i got a laptop i just bought it when the when the 12th gen ones came out it's like a 12 700 h 3070 ti laptop a 360 hertz screen 1080p on it right i'm like this is perfect so then the only game that i would really care about for that would be like overwatch or overwatch 2 coming out right so i, I launch overwatch on this thing it pegs 360 fps no problem i'm like and then if i came home i would be able to dock it to an oled you know what yeah. i mean and it, it has dlss and it's a 3070 ti i'm like Dude, you you only need this thing now. You know what I mean? Like it gets yeah, it gets the job done now. You can even like, you can do rendering on it and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I haven't tried the battery though. That's a fair point. But I I would never, I don't think I would ever be in a situation where I would be playing hardcore games on a battery off that. Wait, yeah, it, I, like, like I wait, wait, which completely eliminates the fact that you actually even need a laptop in the first place. You can get yourself a mini PC that'll do all of the same things that you just said, because if you have to be plugged into a wall, more than likely you'll have access to some sort of display. Which the only means thing there's no, literally like, what if you're what if you're at like uh, CES or something and you're in a hotel room. They that, I TVs. did that. Would you would yeah. you bring a would you bring a screen with you? No, no you I wouldn't just use the TV. No, you wouldn't. Oh yeah, because their TV, the yeah. TVs are awful. Like, dude, a, a regular standard TV in a hotel room is gonna be yeah, like. Yeah, but 20... I mean, you're doing work. Who, who really cares? I mean, yeah, yeah. I suppose it would work for work, but like, 
for me, I, I, I went but you to get, CF. But you get better acoustics because you can have better cooling. See, that's my other big problem is, is like you're sacrificing noise because these things get noisy and they're loud. Uh, laptops, you just can't dump that much heat and be this thin. Like if they want to have two, three inch laptops again, yeah, that's fine because you need at least two or three inches worth of cooling to make these things quiet, which you can do in a small PC. I don't know. It's just not worth the sacrifice. Plus, you can get small PCs that are completely customizable without, you know, proprietary parts. You can upgrade it and do whatever the hell you want. So to me, laptops do not make sense unless you're running off a battery. And I can make that argument almost any time. I I don't know, because like for me, it's it's like there are those people who let's say you're like a student and you need to pull up a laptop to do work on. And then you and then you go back to your dorm and, and you plug it into a dock and you use it as your gaming PC so it's not taking up sure. space. And well, I'm talking about like or... I'm talking about like grown-ups, you know. You're not a student forever. You're a student for a couple of years yeah. and that's over with. Or let's say you're a CEO at some business and you like to do some gaming and you have to fly all over the place. I mean Mac, if you MacBook Air would be way better in that instance anyway. I mean Yeah, well let's say you want to do a little gaming. I mean, for me, mm. it's like you're not gonna bring a good monitor with you. If these laptops have fantastic displays now, which they just started getting, it mm. makes way more sense for you to just bring a laptop, have like your dock at home with your awesome display and everything, and then you bring your laptop, which still has a very like a great display, and it's maybe like a fifteen inch or maybe even as much as eighteen inches if you wanna bring it that uh, that much and then you you just plug it in the only thing i don't like about laptops um the power bricks we got to get rid oh, of power yeah. bricks we got to get rid like of if, big, you just need a type yeah. c like if you got like a little brick that goes in the wall with like a type c that's fine but like these big bricks that's that's the last yeah. thing that's well, kind of type c like, caps like out at 60 60 watts like 300 so. watt bricks right yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can get, let's say you get uh, a, a gaming laptop with, like, a 6-core, 12-third processor and, like, a 4060 or something, but it sucks, like, 120 watts. If you could get, like, I don't, I don't know. If you the get brick thing doesn't bother much. me. I don't know. Who cares if you have to haul around a brick? Who cares? That's, that's not really a... I mean, like, like it goes back to my whole point. That's about half the size of a mini PC anyway. So th there's almost no instances where a laptop is superior to having a mini PC. Um, there's a few, like you said, students and whatnot. But like CEOs, if you're a CEO, you can afford a MacBook Air to do your work on. And then you could just have a mini PC as well. And once again, like I said, it's upgradable, user serviceable. You can exchange the parts in and out. You know, you're making a good point. But... The, I think laptops are like the most like that. I think that's why NVIDIA targets laptops so heavily, right? That's like the most sold hardware. Sure. So like, like, I mean, it's, it's, like, complete, I, it's, it's a completely unnecessary thing, but just because people buy it doesn't mean that it's better. <laughs> True. <yes. laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. Yeah. Just because just people don't know any better doesn't make it better. Uh, Denver, thank you for the five. He did want to chime in on what we were talking about before. He said uh, in the video, he used the 6000 series to get 1080p, medium, 60 FPS, and uh, Forza Horizon. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the new APUs are really good. Those 12 CUs at 2400 megahertz and whatnot, they're, they're going to be impressive. And the most impressive thing, and this kind of defeats your whole argument for gaming laptops, because you can get that level of performance in a laptop on a 15 watt 6800U. That's going to be able to get you, let's say you have a 99 watt hour battery, which is the largest battery you can get. You can probably get four to five hours, 100% full tilt gaming off of that system versus these other DGPU in a laptop just does not make sense. Yeah, it's just not a great solution otherwise right now. Like we, like we were saying, APUs, uh, 
they 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 just don't want to make them powerful enough. Like Correct. they get close, but it's like if you just put memory on it or something. I don't know why know. they don't. I don't know. I don't know why they're not doing that shit. And it's um, just the expense. They just don't want to make it so expensive. Yeah, it'll cost too much, and if they don't sell, they're out a whole lot of money because there there's a lot of design there. Um, but yeah, like I said, Apple's the only one doing it, and uh, you know the the M1 chip has basically shown everybody that everything else everybody else is doing is technically wrong in terms of performance per watt. So eventually, these guys are going to figure it out. Everything needs to be on one chip, including your DRAM. And yeah. that's that's just the way it's got to go for efficiency. So laptops well, will have to go that way. That's I see laptops getting way better once they do that. Because, like, of course, there'll always be these basically muscle books that you haul around sure. and plug in. But, like, the laptop that people want is something that can do, like, high refresh rate 1080p gaming unplugged. Like, th this is what they want yeah, like, for, for hours. and Or, like, if you do plug it in, like I say, do it, like, over Type-C. Like, like all you yeah. need is a Type-C cable, you plug it into anything, and it's enough to charge it. Like, that's what people want. Yep. They don't want to haul around a big brick. They don't want to have to be forced to be plugged in to get a good experience. So once we get there, that's where I'm like, that's when handhelds are great. That's when yep. laptops are like, everybody's going to want them. I mean, people love laptops closer. now. but We are getting closer, yeah. though. They could do a hybrid approach. If you plug it in with a USB-C, it pulls half the power, drains half well, the battery. Yeah. Whatever, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, they could do something like that. I mean, um, you could also you could also take like your laptops that you guys have and just downscale them, underclock them, undervolt them. You know, well, that's what GDPs. you do. I was just gonna say, um, the laptop that I got, um, it's just using regular G6, right? Um, and I tested mining on that thing. So Nvidia advertises the memory is 14 gigabits a second. It goes to 18 gigabits a second, nice. with no errors. Like. So, like, I've never seen I've never seen regular G6 go plus two thousand on the memory, and like on Afterburner it says like um, nine thousand megahertz. I'm like, holy shit, right? The, so that is like that that's like the best way to increase performance without increasing the power draw. So the thing's getting like sixty nine mega hash at a hundred watts. It's the craziest power per watt thing i've ever seen in my entire life is it's completely insane so if i was going to play a game i would lock the core at a certain like let's say the lowest millivolt that i could find and just crank the memory slider all the way up and that'd be like i should do a video on that but nobody my people don't give a shit about laptops though you know what i mean yeah yeah you'd need a second channel like i was thinking about doing yeah. a channel just dedicated to that uh you know performance per watt and things like that. there's a huge market for it there's a lot of people interested in that uh, but yeah, like your core audience isn't that. No, no, uh, no, no, not even close. Yeah. Doesn't Jared's tech do that? Oh, does he? Yeah, he does guy? like laptops. I, yeah, I think there is a big market for like gaming on the go. And like every mm -hmm. once in a while, I like to revisit like where where is the laptop market now? Like, is this is this a viable solution yet? In the past, I would say no. Like, in, uh, there was just so many things I hated about laptops. But like this last couple of years, they got good enough where I'm like, um handhelds are almost there i feel like laptops are finally there now where it's like okay they can do everything you need now the displays are good this and that you know like i i, I can live with this like i could do everything i want off this laptop full gaming at high refresh rates full video editing everything and not have a single issue and if it's way cheaper maybe that is a good option for you but with gpu prices crashing now it's that's pr yeah. people probably gonna go back to building full desktops so it's way too cost prohibitive to do laptop content as a tech tuber 
unless yeah. you're getting samples. It's yeah, unless you get a sample. Impossible. Impossible. Well, I mean, even ETA Prime, like if you want to do content like that, I was thinking about you know trying to do something like that. How? You need a large credit pool. You need no interest, and you have to buy everything. So like every week, you buy a product, and then you sell it. <laughs> you either return you it or you right sell up. it, yeah. and yeah. you just keep recycling. You will lose money. Because, uh, you know, maybe buy something for 500, you got to sell it for 400 yeah, yeah. to get it gone. But you're not completely bleeding yourself until you start getting samples. So you basically have to figure if I do one video that could a week. Be five years. Well, you got to basically set a time limit. You got to yeah. go, hey, I'm going to do one video a week. If I lose $100 a week for a year, it's $5,200. I'll eat it to, to make it this work. And then, you know, if you're if you're doing it, great. If you're not, I, I was just saying i was just saying on my discord the other day even just if you wanted to start being a tech tuber and i kind of got in right at the right time but let's say if i was like a year behind and i started now i'd be fucked way harder mm -hmm. yeah I'm like dude the space I like it filled up. Grand. yeah no not not just not even just the competition but um i have no competition because people can't afford this shit like like <laughs> <Yeah>. imagine, <laughs> it's, it's true it's like it's like it's like a barrier to entry, man. So let's say the 12900 KS comes out 750, 3090 Ti comes out three grand, and you want to be an overclocking tech tuber or tech tuber in general to review that shit. You're gonna spend five grand of your own money and you gotta get samples. Yeah, how are you gonna get sampled though? Because you're not you're not an established brand. Exactly. Yet. That's what you're I'm saying. Fine. Like getting in getting in right now is really hard because everything's so prohibitively expensive you, and you have a lot of competition so in, yeah. in order to get big enough you have to make yourself stand out from the competition which can take a very long time and a lot of work and a lot of know-how a lot of like video videography that you're going to need to learn and then even if you do that you still have to put in the time uh, to get big enough to start getting sampled for things for for, it, for certain content to be viable like i'm i i think pretty soon here i'm going to start covering monitors because i feel like monitors and gpus go hand in hand they are the yeah, two most right. important things for me and i want to have like uh basically 80 percent graphics content 20 percent monitor content or maybe even like 30 percent like even if that means increasing my content whatever um but the cost to review displays dude you gotta buy a thousand fps monitor because you yeah, can't get yeah. sampled for an ldat uh you gotta buy color correcting tools you gotta do this is thousands of dollars that you're talking about and if if you're just someone who's starting out right away and you got zero subscribers and you're talking about spending you know three to ten thousand dollars on equipment um to get it's realistically you got to spend over ten thousand dollars easy over ten thousand yeah. dollars in equipment to be seriously reviewing stuff or anything like that um and then you're just hoping that people that you your, your presentation is good enough yeah, and, oh, yeah. And you know how to do things and even then you got to hope that um what you're doing is connecting with people and they and they reach out and you can get well, on the topic and, and hit even, it. Oh, dude, even worse oh, is like, like what I would recommend to most people is you start doing like older, cheaper stuff. Like here we go. Here's, here's there's a, so many people that do seven, that. Exactly. Yeah. Here's a seven seven five board. You know, you could buy that for twenty bucks. Uh, but that kind of gets you used to doing the filming and all the rest. Yeah, of it. yeah. So you got to start there. Now here's the hard part. So you want to start there and transition. That's the goal, obviously. Build up and transition. What if people don't like the new thing? Yeah. <laughs> what, if they don't, what if they don't go like this channel my, my channel was never designed to be a pc tech channel that was never the original goal the youtube community said this is what you're doing 
Yeah, exactly. yes, <laughs> you pivot where the clicks go, man. You don't yeah. you don't have a choice. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You better hope you like it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, luckily, like it worked out. I mean, I go through periods where I'm not happy with this stuff, but uh, here, let me bang out the last couple questions. Uh, this way, we can uh, I can get you guys out of here on time. Uh, so this one's from Nathan on the topic of OLEDs. How competitive do you think someone can be on such a large display in multiplayer games? Uh, asking because after almost a year, I finally figured out the secret handshake to get my shitty OLED Vizio to do 4K 120. Um, I'd say I'll you'd be just as competitive on anything else. It just depends how far away you're sitting from it. Uh, I'll answer that for you because I play competitively in Apex Legends and I am usually in any trio that we're in, I'm doing much better than my teammates. So. I mean, it depends, but like there'll be times where I'll take on two or three people. It'll be one or it'll be like a one v two or one v three, and I'll I'll win. It's it, you are at a slight disadvantage to those people who have two forty hertz and three sixty hertz displays. Um, but if you're just a better player, you're just a better player. So yeah. you just gotta you just gotta make your plays right. And if you're in oh, a team I, game, I, teamwork is big. What? Oh, like, yeah. Actually, be good at. Oh yeah, no, don't be good no, at the game. No, Spend more no, money. No, no, no. That'll exactly. make you better. That's my entire business yep. model. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should work for Nvidia. Oh my god, dude. Nvidia, dude. Intel, AMD, a any one of them should scoop you up and go. Wait, this guy's got the right business model for us. <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's like, oh, you're bad at games. Just spend ten thousand dollars on spend hardware. Spend more money for. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you, you oh, do yeah. have a bit of a point though, because like, I I really want to move to this QD OLED because I'm like, ooh, fifty. Same same OLED response times. Yeah, same yeah, point one millisecond greater greater response time, but going from one twenty to one seventy five. Ooh, that's gonna yeah. feel good. I'm gonna have it that is, little yeah. bit of an advantage now. It'll, it'll bring me like ten yeah. percent or something. You know, like a ten percent advantage is huge, man. Uh, Pelican here has a pretty good. Th I think both of you guys should test this out personally. But he said every time I use an old CRT, I dominate everything. But when I use an LCD, I'm at the bottom. You guys should probably do that. Go see if you can find an old CRT and see if that's actually even better. It's because CRTs are awesome. Just, they're too cost prohibitive for. They're not. I got two hundred dollar one. It's sitting in my garage. I bought it like six months ago. I just haven't like, bothered like, it down like here. Like those those rare big ones that Sony released or whatever. I can't remember which yeah, model. Oh, yeah, those are, two, those are two grand. But you don't need those. Get a nineteen inch, twelve hundred p or sixteen hundred by twelve hundred, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I got one at seventy five hertz at 1600 by 1200 which means at like 1024 by 768 it'll probably be like 120 150 hertz or something so there's uh 220 dollars shipped i mean come on yeah it's not bad yeah i mean lcd sucks <laughs> <laughs> lcd is just a garbage technology and hey listen man I, oled is very expensive crts are hard to find so you kind of got to deal with lcd right now if you want if you want to display you either buy in at QD OLED or OLED, and you spend a lot of money, and you you just got to commit to it, or you go, okay, I'm, I got to buy LCD. Don't spend more than four hundred bucks on an LCD, please. I can like, I'm, I mean, I guess unless you are specifically getting a three sixty hertz, because even as bad as LCD is, at a certain point, you get it high enough refresh rate, and it's good. You know, it's not gonna look great. It's still gonna look like washed out LCD, but it's gonna be fast. <laughs> Yeah, till till you play a game that locks at sixty and you can't go any higher, and you're like, oh, can't play it. My eyes are bleeding. Like you know, your three sixty hertz Counter Strike's fine, <laughs> but you know, old old games that just lock that that yeah. It's not but so that's good. what I've been telling my friends. I'm I've been like, 
All right, either buy an LCD for 400 bucks or less or buy an OLED. <laughs> don't, don't buy anything else. Nothing. Nothing else cuz you guys are not professional competitive gamers. So those are your options. Fair enough. Um, and then this is another one from Nathan. This is the last one I have. Question for Ivan. Uh, what is mining profitability like? And do you think that there will be a race uh, to the exit that will bring prices down? Mining profitability is still quite good. It's still quite good. It's still worth it for me to do it. Um, depends on your area. Depends on your taxes, obviously. Um, depends on your electricity costs. We have cheap ass hydro in BC here. Uh, Vancouver, BC. So, um, oil crisis does not affect your, your no, energy. no. Um, our gas prices are through the moon, but I drive an electric car anyway, so I'm all good. But, um, yeah, the prices are coming down sharply here, though, anyway, regardless. And you can tell that the miners are fighting over the cards and shit, too, here. But, um, like, am I gonna buy more cards? No, because. Oh, apparently proof of stake is gonna get delayed by a yeah, few months. Go figure. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. figure. <laughs> they had they had a um their version of an earnings call or a, a developer call or whatever, and they were testing the proof of stake test net on whatever the hell they were doing. Anyway, uh, it all worked fine except they ran into a couple of bugs. And they ha they can't proceed on their timeline until they fix the bug, and that was like yesterday that just came out. So all like the Bitcoin YouTubers are all talking about it now. So instead of June, we're looking at September or October. So okay. all right, all right yeah. here we go. Let's start the betting. All right, so so I know. Let's say yeah, August it's, it's, starts coming yeah. around. Who wants to bet it gets kicked into 2023 and then 2024 and then 2028? I think they're going to actually do it this time. I think yeah, by I think, December yeah. of this year or January of next year, it will actually hit. They, I th they are I think serious about it. They're like the developers are posting on Twitter, like how like, oh, man, another bug. I got to stay up. All. Like they are they are in crunch mode. You can tell like those guys are exhausted. Well, dude, and it's work. it's reached a point where like there's so much pressure from governments and stuff for them to basically get onto yeah. this where they're like, dude, we at this point, like if we don't switch to proof of stake, like it, this they're shit gonna is going to die. Like yeah, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. get banned in Europe yeah. and stuff. Like this is not gonna work for it. Like we got, there, there's no more screwing around. There's no more like maybe if sands. It's like no, we we actually have to do this now. It, it, and if it gets delayed a few more times, it wouldn't surprise me. But like, it's gonna happen now. Here's here's how. If, if the test yesterday came back clean, they would be on schedule for June. Is what the is my understanding of the situation. Yeah, they're no longer like voting to delay it because they don't want to do it. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. <laughs> it's, it's like no, coming. no, no. We're doing it. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was gonna say around me, um, I, I, I ran the numbers for like my electricity and stuff, and I looked at like a thirty seventy, and after taxes, it's so bad. Like you still make money. Don't get me wrong. Like people aren't gonna stop mining nobody's going to be buying any cards for mining around here. Like, they, yeah. they, it is not viable to be purchasing new cards, even at MSRP. I wouldn't even be buying cards at MSRP around me to do that if I was into mining. I'd be like, no. <laughs> the risk is, like, up here, and the profits are, like, down here in, in my yeah. What so I'm probably... around me are just dumping. They're like, we're done. <laughs> yeah. What I'm probably going to do, or what I suggest that to people that are kind of still 
Or like, you know how like the miners were thinking about selling their cards and now it's kind of too late because the prices are so low. So now everyone's like, oh, I might as well mine till the end of Ethereum. That's pretty much my situation too. I'm like, I might as well just mine till the end of Ethereum, right? But um, wait for the Ethereum delay announcement. And then I think GPU prices are going to skyrocket again very temporarily. That's when you offload all your shit. Wait, Honestly, wait for that delay announcement. The best time to sell, and I said this back in September 2021, I was like, people who have multiple graphics cards, I was like, dude, if you if you want to sell your graphics card, December 2021, trust mm -hmm. me, it oh, yeah. will oh, be, yeah. oh, Jesus, it will mm -hmm. be, your cards will be worth like 3x. Yeah. And, and like, people were messaging too. me now, and they're like, oh, I should have sold in December. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, dude, I told you, I was like, man, this, this crypto stuff, it's not going to boom again. <laughs> literally saying that, because I started seeing AMD cards starting to go down uh, at retail. I'm like, it's over, guys. Sell now. Yeah. Sell now. And it was yeah. in it was in December. It was like right before Christmas, a week or two. I'm like, dump it. And I, I think I was on the live stream, because everybody's like, no, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. There's okay. like, there's like uh, <laughs> you do you. There's also like a um not really an incentive for me because I am a tech tuber. And I gotta hold on to the cards anyway. If you're gonna, the, yeah, I, you I, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta have like one of each no matter what. If regardless, I'm like throw them in a rig, man. They're not Dude, gonna like degrade on me or anything, I've, right? I've got like a total of maybe four or five graphics cards i mean i they're all in use right now but people are like can you sell me your graphics card because i have like b roll of graphics. i'm like no yeah. dude like they're they're in they're in my fiance's computer my, yeah, my yeah, dad's yeah. computer like they're sitting there working but like i have i give them these cards that are more than they need because then if i need to grab them i yeah, can yeah, grab yeah. them and like mm -hmm. th yeah. this this is like a business expense dude this is not like they're not just sitting there collecting dust like i actually yeah. like We'll benchmark on them and stuff. And yeah, exactly. Not like, yeah. not like Jay tools. who has like fucking a hundred of them behind just sitting oh, there collecting Jesus. dust. That's just oh obnoxious. my god, dude! Well, I guarantee <laughs> that guy already has ten thirty ninety Ti's. Oh, I probably. Oh, yeah. I, I guarantee that guy mines. There, there's no way you can get that many graphics cards for free and not mine on those bitches. There's no way. If he probably hires people. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to understand, like some of these guys, they, they really That's don't true. need the money. <laughs> like, I believe Hardware and Box when they say they don't, because I'm like, dude, they probably made a lot of money the last three years. Like they, they're, and they said that they're like, well, dude, we are fine. And I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, at the same time, you're still like, probably but you could make more, too, right? I guess. But then you're like, but they don't need more. <laughs> like, no, mine, I mean, there, there comes a, yeah, there comes mining, a time where that effort yeah. is not worth the extra. Yes, yes. Yeah. mining is not free in terms of time it's, it's, it's not, not. Nope. it's not dude uh, just the other day i'm like i gotta i gotta prepare for the bear market i'm like i better switch all my power supplies to platinum ones i'm like fuck like i gotta turn the rig off i gotta unplug <laughs> all the cables i gotta put a platinum power i gotta redo it and then i gotta turn the computer on and set all my overclocks back on it's like it, it, when you're sitting done you leave them alone great but unless you have a power outage yeah then that's like oh nothing dies yeah. yeah exactly like, <laughs> oh my god dude just yeah it's it's not a like the, i've spent multiple days they're just gone and trying to get my mining rigs up and running and shit you know what i mean it's not a free time no all right so on that note mining is done for the most part for most people uh, i think we're kind of seeing that um let's see i'm just kind of checking over some of the last comments here 
Uh, Tech Lab UK saying, uh, can't wait for things to get back to normal. Uh, we have a few GPUs, but we need more inventory for videos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, get, yeah, we're getting yeah. there, dude. We're getting there. You know what I am interested to see? I'm interested to see if my channel will grow faster. Yes. With the, oh, if yeah. everything goes back to normal. Yes. You know what I mean? It's our, dude, it's already picking up for me big time. Interest is like, whoop. Everyone's like, it's over, baby. <laughs> Let's it's go. It's over and new RTX GPUs. RTX 40s coming. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of excitement. It's like, oh yeah, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah, the past two years have been rough, but it's gonna, it's gonna come back with a vengeance. All those people. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a perspective of what it's like in the golden years. Right? I, I started when COVID started, right? So oh. to me, I'm like, yeah, to oh. me, I'm like, yeah, you, you don't know. I'm like, a hundred subscribers in a month. Oh. I'm like, sweet. I forgot. Oh awesome. I, I forgot. Like, it's also an election year. YouTube gets a shit ton of money from election ads. So I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's so go, it's baby. Gonna, it's gonna be real Dude. good. This <laughs> Look how stoked these guys are to run ads. Yeah. <laughs> let's go, baby. You're in your thing. You're like every two minutes. Just put that shit in there. Just flood it. Just flood it. That's so well, bad. well, let's put it this way. I went from about fifteen hundred dollars a month in ad revenue to like a hundred dollars a month. So. Yeah, the, the the we went through the uh, the dark age, but now we're back to the golden age arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's time to get off ramen for a while. <laughs> yeah. All righty, guys, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to support, if you're not already subscribed, I got links to Graphically Challenge and Frame Chasers down below. Like I said, uh, I will be going live here at 2 p.m. my time, so in the next 15 minutes over on uh, Twitch, so you can go ahead and watch him. He can keep it going for you guys. And as always, I want to thank everybody for your support. We love you guys, and I love you guys for joining and helping us out, and you guys are the best. And that's really all I have. I'm just having a great time. It's nice outside. I'm going to grab a beer, hang out outside, play with the kid. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, yeah, you're welcome back anytime. You guys know that. So yeah, That was fun. You. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was good. Always, always, brothers. All right, so I'm going to end this now and catch you guys in the next video. You can see the sun actually, like,